Welcome to Sonic Talk Episode 8 Redemption. Oh, <laughs> that was no, 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 no. Hey, Bad yes, take. no. Bad the take. other, the other title was Dimps the Breaks. <laughs> that. One oh my God. That one would have been. This is a, I'm, I'm kicking you off of Sonic Talk and Sega. Hey, we're it's doing my this. Show. Hey, it's we're, my we're show. Doing, I made it. Shit over. <laughs> I agree. Redemption is better, I think, than Dimps the Breaks, so that's what no, we're... No, 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 no. it is you not better. None of it is better. Tongues are horrible. Tongues are the lowest form of humor. Oh, shush. Start the show, dang it. Oh, we are on the show. It's already started. Oops. You guys started interrupting everybody. Okay, hey, with us today... More. Talk about that. With or us today, in case you couldn't tell, is uh, Knuckles87... Good eye, Mike. Got it. Stop saying that. Uh, from the spin dash, a GX echidna. I'm the everyman. Our, our, our old favorite. <laughs> we uh, we got eight episodes since his last one. His <laughs> own so bragging rights. Of course, ours doesn't sound that great as far I've, as audio, but hey. I've also had approximately. Two job interviews, uh, one job fair, I've crossed about two states, and I've completely set up a media server within that time. So, Me. in some ways I'm justified, in some ways I'm not. Cool. Let's also, assume more on the ways that I am. <laughs> also, also with us in the fourth chair is NSEGA54. The coolest chair, if I do say so myself. <laughs> no, that's the third chair. The third chair is where we got Kevin Balo and Ian Flynn and Dreadnux. Yeah, I feel awesomeness chair. radiating from my chair right now. Total awesomeness. This chair is really just for people who, you know, uh, like they ask, they ask to be on. And we say, oh yeah, yeah, let's let's get a fourth person. There's, we, we'll throw we'll throw that person a bone. Important then, people. Real so how people. am I not the fourth chair then, <laughs> considering that I'm not on all the time? Well, neither is Nseg, and technically both of you asked this time. Mm. Yeah, and uh, you're it's on the easiest guest setup we've ever we've ever had. Just I'd say GX is on more often than anybody <laughs> else as far as a guest. Well, GX I've, is. Really I've been easy on three, I think. I think this is my third one. I think third or fourth. Yeah, it's third. not like I'm doing any other podcast or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, you don't do any other podcasts, right? I'm yeah. eventually. Now that my whole media server thing is done, I plan on actually, you know, doing podcasts again and such and so forth. So, Sonic 4! Yeah, well, that, that's actually going to be near the end of the show. Uh, so, yeah, Sonic 4. Yeah, Tax listening have to uh, sit through the rest of the show. Yeah, so, that's Sonic right. Four. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you just fast forward about an hour. No, or so. <laughs> no they will sit through the entire show or they will listen to nothing. Stems Head the to the 42-minute mark, 36 seconds. My God, we're less than five minutes into this. It's already a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the ultimate train wreck. Right. Okay. This is uh, the ultimate train wreck. Uh, let's talk about what we've been up to. Uh... Knuckles, what you been up to? I have I have beaten Halo Wars. I have beaten Halo Three. I am halfway through Halo Two, and um, oh yeah, I, uh, I'm also playing some Sonic Four. Also, uh, Toonami is back on. Yes, 
which should hopefully please a lot of anime fans and a lot of action uh, animation fans like myself. And GX and Sega. I had a lot of uh, friends growing up who watched Toonami, but I never really, really saw too much of it. They're bringing it back? Yeah, yeah, they're bringing it back on Adult Swim after midnight. Um, they're... Uh, uh, it's, 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 they're, they're making some new animate. They're, ma- they're making some new productions forward, which could mean new a- acquisitions or all new anime that they're actually producing. Are there and, that uh, many anime out there right now that are really that worth? Because I haven't. I am admittedly out of a lot of the anime loop that I once was in. But uh, I mean, what <laughs> what's really out there right now that's really really worth bringing over? I really do not know. Yeah, I lost my interest in anime a while back when it became a lot more girl-focused and kids' anime-focused, and there wasn't really a lot of guy anime as much as it used to be. As far as anime goes, I've I've been watching the original Dragon Ball series, which is amazingly different from Dragon Ball Z. I feel like you talked about this the last time I was on. Are you still watching it, or did you just recently start? (laughs) It's a long series! There's a lot of episodes on that series. (laughs) Yeah, but I can shotgun about 200 episodes of One Piece within, I would say, two weeks. (laughs) Well, that's One Piece. This is Dragon Ball, which isn't as good as One Piece. By the way, One Piece is the other anime I like By the way, by the way, by the way, Funimation One Piece continues in August. <gasps> Yay! Uh, the DVD? Season 4, yes. Awesome. I think that's the biggest likelihood of being on Toonami is uh, One Piece. That's a big That's in big demand. Probably One that Piece would not Naruto. Surprise me. I would be very happy about that. Well, One Piece was actually on Toonami, but the story moved so slowly, and, they, and it was so damaged by four kids <laughs> that um, it didn't do very well. And honestly, they start with Skypeo, which is probably like the weakest arc in the series I've seen so far. Yeah, all right, uh, GX, what have you been up to? Well, aside from the preceding comments I made at the beginning of the show, um, I got a little bit back into Super Mario Brothers. We just for a lark, and I, I, I enjoy it as much as someone is apparently operating a rotary saw. <laughs> But <laughs> I, I, m- most of my opinions that I've ever ever stated about Super Mario Brothers Wii still stands. But I uh, have you said any opinions on this show before? <laughs> probably not. Probably not. I'm used to stating many opinions. It's it's okay. It, it doesn't look like a very iconic or distinct Mario game. It's it's very bland and. It is very, very slow to actually ramp up into anything interesting. It, it's and I'm going. I'm going to. This theme is going to play. I'm into 100% agreeing with you so far. <laughs> speaking speaking about uh, Mario visuals, f- can I bitch about IGN in a minute? Well, for, for, first, first, I just yeah, want to yeah, say yeah, this is go, this is going to bleed a little bit into Sonic Four Talk, but it is a game that very much takes a very long time to wrap up into anything significant. But when it does ramp up into something significant, it does very well. I think it's all about the yeah, four-player in that I, game. I, uh, I enjoyed uh, new Super Mario Brothers uh, layer levels quite a bit. But yeah, um, in any case, cloud regarding... World. Oh, seriously? Goddamn telemarketers. Shut up. 
Okay, Edge. <laughs> in Sega, <laughs> what about you? What you been up to? In Sega? Hey, okay, I was actually me calling. God damn, you don't hang up on me. What? I I'm, hear you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Shit. All right, well, basically, I... What? Talkie game time, go now. Okay, can you actually hear me? Yeah, I can. Yes, we can right, hear so you then... talk. Talk about no. games! I will talk when I'm ready to? to talk. All right, well, think... actually, basically... Basically? Nah, I'm much... I beat Sonic 4, which we're going to talk about later, of course. If, uh... If anyone's still listening to the podcast at this point, I'm also playing Max Payne 3, which is freaking awesome, just so everyone knows. And then, uh, what else? And then I went to see some friends the other week, and pretty much that's what I've... And Xenoblade, don't forget Xenoblade. Oh yeah, Xenoblade too, yeah. I'm trying to beat that game. I'm stuck on this... Knuckles, where are you in that game? Oh, by um, the way. I, uh, I kind of got sidetracked by Halo, but... Yeah, but I got stuck I was, uh... in a really bad part. I uh, I was at the part where they they are now like on the hand of um, the fallen hand of uh, the robot. The All right, yeah, the it's yeah. There's a really annoying boss a little later that makes me not even ever want to play the game again. But hopefully, I beat it soon. <laughs> well, I actually got I actually got stuck on a bunch of enemies. The games get the the, the enemies get really tough. But it's not. <laughs> I it's not even that I've barely touched that game so far. I mean. It's a great game for sure, but there's not a lot of strategy. The strategy pretty much is just like, okay, now the enemies are strong and you have to level up. That's really only strategy, I think. That's my I big mean, issue with it. The, the value of the game is not so much... I, I, admittedly, I'm not a huge fan of the gameplay, but it moves fast enough that it doesn't bother me. But it is a game all about exploring, and it's something that I felt that RPGs over the years have just lost so much of that... There, there's not that much interesting. There, there aren't that many interesting RPG worlds right now. And yeah. what sets this apart is that the well, the world is a freaking robot fighting another <laughs> giant freaking robot, and you live on it and inside it, and you get to explore it. So and it, you get to hear, thing, and the Bionis is slowly coming alive, and you get to think, oh god. So is it going to start moving around and uh? And at least the pace. <laughs> yeah, the pacing's good enough that, yeah, at least whenever you have to level up, it, it is a bit tricky, but you do level up pretty quickly, which yeah. does keep the pace moving along. Yeah, I just I personally, I personally like leveling up in this because the battle system's actually fun. Eh, yeah, I guess. It, it's it has than... its moments. It's better than Final Fantasy XII. I think it's, I think it's a great game until you get to Mechanist, and it kind of sucks, but I, I'm definitely glad I played it. Oh, god damn it! <laughs> Speaking of uh, exploring, uh, I've been uh, playing oh, Minecraft on the Xbox Live for the first time. Xbox <laughs> Live? Yeah, it's just the as internet. good as it. Yeah, um, yeah, instead of on PC, but it's like half per, half the price on Live. But uh, yeah. yeah, that is uh, that is a game that's just uh, either get into it or you don't. That seems like the le- that seems like the least ideal way to play that game just because if, if you're going to get into minecraft it seems like that's the type of thing where you would want to put in mods and all that stuff that would be like playing skyrim on a ps3 or xbox you don't want to play it on you want to play it on the pc so you can actually once you get into it just do stuff with it well, mess i with do it, play skyrim on a xbox yeah. i don't really have a choice as far as skyrim it. goes like i don't have the kind of pc power for skyrim 
Minecraft, I, yeah, I would. But I mean, I, I just like to <laughs> be able to. You get into the cave, you can dig yourself a little home there, and then you just keep digging down, trying to find some coal, iron, and gold, and watching that you don't open up a huge cavern full of monsters. And you've just described the entirety of Minecraft in under 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Well, then, I mean, you can build, build your own world through there. You can build your own castles or, or have, like, a You can like, also build, like, a whole world with other people. I yeah. saw this whole community once on, on the, um, on this, uh, video villages. Uh, you can invite your friends into it and everything. Yeah, I, I just feel like I need, it would be nice to have this great big sandbox. And yeah, I know that they've included kind of like end game type stuff to it, but I just feel like it's too sandboxy. I barely finish the games that do have an ending. Just trying the thought of trying to get into something that has I didn't even know really Minecraft no direction. had an ending. I thought you were just building on it like a no I, thing. No, I I mean I look at some of the news posts, news RSS feeds that come up about it, all the occasional hey, they just made the entirety of Rapture in Minecraft. Hey, they just recreated the entirety of Link to the Past in Minecraft. So I think they just, within the last year, they included like a adventure patch that actually adds an endgame to it. So I don't know if I'm, I like I'm, that. <laughs> I'm curious, what are the achievements in Minecraft? Mostly for... I think you're supposed to dig your way to hell and fight Satan or something. No, just mainly oh, just for like building stuff. Building stuff, small, you know, uh, smelting for the first time or cooking pork for the first time or... Crafting something out of gold for the first time, you get, you know, achievements like for that. Oh, those kinds of achievements. Yeah, I like, and like in Sega 54, I've been playing Sonic 4 as well. Uh, went to Disneyland again with my niece and sister to celebrate her uh, report cards. She's got her trip uh, all A's for the second semester in a row. What did you do at Disneyland? I uh, went on Star Tours twice uh, near the end of the day because now it's ten planets and each time you go it's random which t which uh, planets you're going to visit so you get a different experience each time which is a lot of fun and uh, and the second time through I was the uh, rebel spy they they uh, they have a little storyline where they have to take the picture of the spy and the and the empires after your your little tour ship and you have to get away then you were <laughs> executed. <laughs> You know, Darth Vader actually grabs the ship and starts shaking it with the with Wait. the force, trying to trying to get you out. It's pretty cool. Wait a um, this and is a Star and the usual stuff like Haunted Mansion, um, what is it? Pirates of the Caribbean and uh, the Buzz Lightyear ride, Space Mountain, that kind of stuff. Wait, they had a Star Wars ride at Disneyland. They've all they've had well, a they've Star had Wars ride at. Since Where like you 1987, they've had a Star Tours ride. Hey, I've never been to Disneyland. My parents never did that for me, so I don't know these things. And I th and I didn't and I thought that fig would figure that a, a Star Wars ride would be like Fox or something, some sort of Fox theme. Well, they post. license out Star, Star Wars to everyone. Legoland has Star Wars even. Um, they also have a Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland too. Yeah, right by the Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. Huh. Anywho, then went to the Lego store afterwards, got another Avengers <laughs> thing, up, Avengers collecting all the Lego. Avengers Legos. Have uh, you blasphemized yet? Have I what? Blasphemized. I don't know what that is. No. Committed blasphemy. 
what's combined your with DC Lego? and your Marvel character? Oh heck yeah! Okay, I'm on the same thing. Yeah, that's what that's, okay. what, that's what got me into collecting that could have been Legos anything. in the first place. Is that it was DC and Marvel in one you know in one thing together. Anyway, the only one I'm missing out of the minifigs now is Black Widow. I got pretty much everybody else now. <laughs> I totally want. I, I've seen the screens for. Batman 2, or Lego Batman 2, and I totally won Little Cyborg. <laughs> yeah. Cy- is I'm, in that. I'm totally buying that game. I won't, but I just want Cyborg. And other than that, I've uh, gone and saw The Avengers twice. <laughs> I love I've been mean to see it a second time. It's a really I've amazing not seen it movie. Yet. I've seen it two fewer times than you. I haven't seen it at all yet, huh? No, not yet. I just, I'm not a big movie watcher. So. Have you yeah, seen any of the other Marvel movies? It's not. It's not. A movie. I've seen it's... Thor and uh, all the Spider-Men. Oh, okay. Well, see, Somewhere Thor. If you if you've seen Thor, then this that'll help a lot because Thor and Loki are big plot points in this movie. So yeah, yeah you'll be okay Thor since is... you've seen Thor. <laughs> all right. Well, let's start getting up to the topics at hand because. This is going yeah, to how far? Forever. How far? How long has it, has this podcast been so far? How many times are we going? About to twenty podcast? minutes. Okay, yeah. Let's get to let's get to news. All yeah. right, on the the new Sonic Four Episode Two launch trailer, they have it says at the end to be concluded. Does this yep. mean uh, Episode Three is uh, officially announced as a final episode? Wait, wait, wait. Who, who yes. is who is predicting this? Uh, a lot of sites actually. I, I don't believe this in the slight. To be, if it was to be continued, sure. But if it's the trailer for Sonic Episode 2 and saying to be concluded, I think they're saying this is the conclusion. Well, yeah, I'm tempted to agree with that. It says to be continued on the Episode 1 trailer as well. No, but you just said it says to be concluded. If it's well, But the logic is if it says to be continued on Episode 1... That means it's continuing into episode two. If it would say to be concluded in the episode two trailer, that could mean it's going to be in episode three. Besides, not okay. not, not to give anything away, but the uh, the ending is uh, fairly inconclusive in its on its own. I'm yes, gonna throw out a, I'm gonna throw out a prediction here. I have a feeling that they probably will not because I have a feeling that episode two is not going to sell well because they've done absolutely. Nothing to promote it. I agree. Oh. And oh, gee, no. it, doesn't nece- really... it doesn't necessarily help that you don't have a community staff or a advertising staff as you once did. Well, they I still have the kind of one staff. person. Well, we so, had Ken and uh, Kelly on here, you know, just uh, yeah. four episodes ago. So they do have the community staff. Uh, they advertised it somewhat on like the websites and that, but they don't advertise that stuff, you know, outside of the internet, really. Uh, yeah, I don't see it selling as good as Episode 1 did, because Episode 1 was just, you know, so new, and it was the first uh, Sonic 2D Sonic game. They released it with zero fanfare. It's like, here it is, with the first one, that not only did they did that, they had a guess, they had a freaking guessing game to see who's not in the game. <laughs> Plus, had, I remember uh, the first one had all these advertisements well, on the Xbox dashboard too. To be honest, uh, early, early in its promotion, they had like uh, concept art every Friday and stuff, and every every once in a while a new trailer. Now they were do- they've been doing that since 
January. They just kind of stopped doing that in March, which I think kind of hurt it because then as it got closer, there wasn't any more you know hype building up to its launch. Right, that's the mistake they made with binary domain too. Yeah, they kind of uh, advertise early and then don't advertise weeks before the game comes out. But I don't think that's going to matter because I think this is going to sell more on smartphones and such than it will on uh, than it will on the major consoles. Because you know, you just jump on a everyone checks their smartphones for the new games. I didn't think this one was released for smartphone. Is it? Yeah, it's uh, going to be on. It's on iPhone four already, and it's going to be on Verizon's. What is it called? Tegra uh, series or something like that. Okay. Uh, certain, certain droid phones will carry it. Going to be on the uh, Asus Transformer. Thank you. Yeah, Which is iPad. It'll, it'll be on the iPad as well. Well, maybe I'm wrong because uh, it said the Episode 1 sold the most actually on PS3, which is a bit of a surprise. Yeah. They come out on the PS3 first. I'm wondering if part of that is Europe. No, it, it came up on the Wii first uh, episode. Oh yeah, and then uh, then it came out on PS3 and then live. But well, the Wii has the like the shittiest down uh, download marketplace ever. So my my feeling is is it's probably the combination of Europe and Japan. The fact that if anyone was it, Europe is. So basically, Sony territory. They may have lost some over the past year, but as far as I'm aware, it's still pretty much Sony territory. And I mean, Japan. What is an Xbox 360 in Japan? It That's is true. nothing. <laughs> it is the uh, that other ga- American game console that no one buys. Very true. All right. Uh, on to more news. Uh, first four figures has announced and shown off their modern Sonic statue. That looks uh, nice. Yeah, it's got Sonic uh, running in a little pose with his leg up. Uh, that's about I all have I have to say about that. That's now, all I'm, I need. <laughs> I'm a little worried about it because um, I have the Jazzwares Sonic in classic. So- oh my god, I'm looking at it right now, and they they have a problem with their legs where they lean, and they lean to whatever uh, direction. If it, if you don't have a perfect balance, they're going to lean one way or the other. And can I, can I I'm just a little say worried for a second. about uh, having a if it's a plastic was well, it a plastic statue or a wired ceramic? It would probably be a wired ceramic, I imagine. I'm just going to cut you in for a second because I okay, Jazzwares is very good at making things that are look cool and are generally pleasing to the fan. Their quality really really sucks. I, I received a Sonic figurine in the... Do you remember the Sonic Amy comic book pack? Yes. Sonic had two left feet, literally. <laughs> Jazzwares just is not very good at what they do. They well, create maybe, nice things, they create nice good. things that move, but they do not design for durability, and they do not design for people to use these things. Yeah, I wish I had never taken this out of the package, because after I did within a... Within a few days, Classic Sonic started leaning one way, Modern Sonic started leaning the other way. And just, if you got these, don't take them out of the package, whatever you do. Because they're just going to lean one way or the other. Uh, I will I'm gonna, compliment them, though, because they picked up the Adventure, lo- the Adventure Time toy line. So. 
Yeah. Oh, so, it's adventure uh, time! Just to tick off a GX, I also got a wave from Sonic Riders the other day. I don't hate wave. I, I just fi- uh, finished up my collection. You said you don't like the uh, Riders characters. No, I, I'm fine with wave. I'm fine with storm. I just hate jet. <laughs> oh, I wish we had Corey on right now. I bet he could do a jet voice. <laughs> nobody can be. Nobody can do a jet voice that is as irritating as the authentic jet voice. <laughs> so you think anyway. you're the fastest thing alive, huh? Yeah, I like his new voice a little better. He's not so <laughs> even though he's a parrot in that, but. He just sounds like a little was, uh, young he was a hawk. He's a hawk, not a parrot. Well, it kind of sounds like a parrot, is what I'm saying. I know he's yeah, but he's a hawk. Yeah, Pick your animals straight. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, uh, we also got the True uh, Blue Initiative two for Sonic Four Episode Two, where if you buy two copies of the game, they'll give you a shout out at one of the, on one of their videos. Or if you buy four copies, they'll give you an autographed Sonic 4 Episode 2 poster. And then they, so, and then they mentioned, now, who the hell's got to do this? Yeah, does anyone else think that's kind people. of like a stupid strategy? Crazy uh, people. Yeah. Like, what, I, mean, like... I, I admit, I've bought multiple copies of Sonic 4, but... Um, yeah, the first one, I, I did that too, but I'm not going to... I don't even really have much of an incentive to do that again, largely because... Well, I don't know, um... <laughs> I, I, I think it I don't see honesty, why you would. I, I yeah. might buy the iPod Touch one out of more curiosity just to see how it performs, you know. But it, outside it's of that, no. I was just gonna say it's something cheap. Like it, it, it is. It practically costs them nothing to do most of what they are doing. And hey, if they sell five more games, hey, that's five more games that they wouldn't have sold otherwise. There are crazy insane people out there that will listen to sega do what they're doing it may it truly it may seem insane but hey they're they're not losing anything by doing it yeah i mean it's it's not it's not a bad idea it's apparently apparently worked last time but (laughs) they're not capitalizing it at least i guess personally don't really see the point i mean last time i got it on the ipod touch and the ipad and the wii um, mostly because I like taking my things portably, and that allows you know, the only way for me to take Sonic Four on the go. But um, yeah, that's why yeah, I'm kind of just, thinking about getting Episode Two for iPod. Not right now because I'm broke, but maybe next. I don't year. know. I mean, I I I don't like touch string controls for platformers. Yeah, they're the not only too good. Dynamics really work for me is Sonic CD on my Android. That's been about it. Anyway, uh. See, I don't... Showing the difference between America and Europe on popularity, um, Son- <laughs> where, where Sonic Boom tickets are still available for a very small venue in San Diego, Summer of Sonic tickets have sold out in under three minutes. Well, to, to be, be fair, fair, which one Sonic- is the one you go to? <laughs> yeah. Summer, of, Summer of Sonic is free and uh, Sonic Boom isn't. That's- oh, I didn't know they didn't charge for tickets. Yeah, they should charge for tickets because then they'd be able to, to afford a much bigger venue. But um, yeah, that they, they they provide them for free. Huh? Why are they? I'm wondering why they're doing it this year if they don't have anything to show off. Uh, that's what I'm wondering. Oh, 
They have Sonic and Sega. They have Sonic. Oh, uh, wait. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Sonic yeah. Is coming out. I guess, so, but it's not Sonic Four or Sonic. Yeah, Generation. I was originally going to predict that they're not going to have a big Sonic game announcement for E3 because usually by this time we know of the major Sonic game, like we knew of Colors and we knew of Generations before E3, where we don't know of any major game coming out. Well, All Stars this Racing year. is going to be the big game this year. But, I mean, you that... know, they're having two Sonic events, Summer Sonic and Sonic Boom, which Sega themselves are hosting. I'm guessing that, honestly, the Sonic Boom was probably pre-planned before they even knew about the whole restructuring thing, and they're just going to try to go through with it. But I am I am very curious to see what restructured Sonic is going to look like. Uh, I, and I'm, not, I'm not saying restructuring as in they're going to reboot the franchise. I know that rumor's out there, but I'm not thinking. But I'm, I mean, post whatever Sega is going through. Well, the reconstruction Sonic. doesn't really affect Sonic. Yes, it does, because... Now, Sonic and Aliens don't have much development competition. <laughs> oh, you mean like they might make more Sonic games? Oh, I have a feeling that this is going to become a situation where we will see more Sonic. J- Jason, are, uh, Shigs, are... Hello? Am I, am I causing you to have like an aneurysm or something? No, you're fine. Why? It sounds We're like you're breathing, breathing heavily. I know I have a. No, I plugged in. I plugged in my wired mic instead of my laptop mic because you were complaining about the um, about the uh, fan noise. Which is the signal to switch from mic to mic, right? Yeah. Ah. See the lap. The the regular mic is way up close to my mouth. That's probably why you hear me. Let me the back it up a little bit. Audience loves microphone explanations. <laughs> <laughs> Come for the Sonic, but stay for the microphones. It's riveting. <laughs> anyway, moving along, we got a Windmill Island mod for the PC version of Sonic Generations. It's now available as kind of like a demo of places like Sonic Retro, if you want to check that out. Mm-hmm. I don't have a PC. I haven't been able to check that out for myself because I don't have a power enough, powerful enough PC to run Sonic Generations. Has anybody else seen it? I've uh, no. it. I've seen Professor Pickle run through... Um... One of the stages. Does yeah, that count? that with Ian. <laughs> yeah, it's a mod they somehow did with the original generations. I don't know. I don't, how are they modding these uh, console games, by the way? If they're not... I, uh, there are always ways. It's just you don't want to put them online because then they will update and you will not be able to. <laughs> yeah, because at, fir- at first I accidentally reported on the PSS that was a PC mod and I was totally wrong on that. Yeah, no biggie. I mean, it's it, it's. I'm surprised we're able to do that. They're doing that with the 06 now, where they have like the dog and the little pigeon running through stages instead of Sonic and Tails, which is hilarious. I like some of the generations reskins. They've they've been doing some interesting things with that. I've been impressed. Yeah. Doing well on that. Um, now for something not so impressive. The best handheld Sonic game ever made, and one of Jason Barry's favorite games of all time. Next. <laughs> yeah, it's available on the Euro eShop, and it's probably going to be available here in America anytime. Nintendo Super- Life gave yeah. that game four stars. I-, I know Nintendo Life tends to overrate things, but come on. That oh, game wait, does four out of five? Four, four out of five or four out of ten? Four out of ten. Oh. It doesn't deserve oh. that. Uh, I was just going to make a crack. Oh, even that's too high, yeah. 
But how you can't trust Nintendo sites with anything when it comes to reviews. But yeah, four out of ten. That sounds except, reasonable. Except Nintendo World Report, you can trust Nintendo World Report. They have I, the best. I, I find that they can overrate things too. And At not my opinion. So Sasser. Yeah, Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing. The first one, not the second one, is uh, getting a got a big update on iOS and now features a new Samba de Amigo track and you can play as Knuckles and Shadows, provided yes. you have enough uh, miles points. So comic <laughs> talk. And if you don't, you can pay for them. Yay! So how about that Sonic Universe? <laughs> okay, uh, okay. I have um, general ask. really shoving us forward, aren't you? I, yeah, I, well, that's because he doesn't want to talk about this, apparently, so that means I really want to talk about it. I've played it. It's no, no, iPhone games, mod, trying to shove a console game onto the iPhone does not work. I'm sorry. Well, Sasser on iPhone is not that good. I think it's all right. I mean, for, for a, for a touchscreen um, tilt-based racer. But that's racer, just it. For, for a touchscreen tilt-based, that's the best you can say. It's all right for that. <laughs> well, Mario Kart Wii is tilt-based uh, on its well, own, really. And no that... one ever wants to play it that way. That is the least ideal way to play that game. Unless you're that drunk. That's the only way fun. I play that game. Well, sure, if I'm drunk, then sure. If you're I drunk, it's a blast. A I'm playing. <laughs> exactly. Put a stick Dude, in my hand and tell it's me I'm playing Mario 64. <laughs> but, um, anyway. I don't know. I, I think it's an okay racer. You know, um... Well, game aside, what, what, how do you feel about have them having microtransactions added to the game where you have to you I think actually it's a pay game right now? I think it's I think... an iPhone game. Therefore, it has microtransactions. Hey, those microtransactions are going to be coming to console soon. Just you wait. Yeah, people seem to love this stuff they now. Well, not, not love it, but they pay for it. <laughs> the, yeah, hey, you, that's going to have What do you think DLC is? Especially on discs, DLC is just a microtransaction. Guys, have you seen Mass Effect 3? It's here. <laughs> have you seen FIFA? I have it's not here. played Mass Effect 3. I have not played Mass Effect 3 or FIFA. to hear about it. <laughs> I know of it, though. I know it's got million little microtransactions on downloadable content if you buy the action figure and what have you. Oblivion had, like, that horse armor thing, right? Where buy horse yeah, armor horse for, armor. what, five bucks? Nowadays, <laughs> that's, like, normal. Yeah, okay, what's... Well, uh, Let's move on to what GX wants to talk about. We got Sonic Universe number 40. I want to talk about iPod The games. end yes. of the scramble dark. Okay, yes, I do want to talk about this. Because uh -oh. any arc yeah. that involves Robotnik is freaking amazing. And, ah, good. Good comics. Gah. Yes, because Ian just does the best Eggman out of pretty much anybody, games yeah. or otherwise. Better than the video game Eggman. The only scary <laughs> part is that at this point it's so good that I cannot possibly see the way that they leave it. Like, like how does how do they cut make a cut from this arc? Because this looks like this has this is going to be a very long time going. What I liked is this end of the issue, I, it was unpredictable. I didn't know how it was going to end when I got to, to, to that last issue, and that's what I like. I like that I can't predict, you know, what's going to happen next. That, so um, have you two read the issue happy. yet? Yeah, I, I think we all read I, it. 
Okay, well, except for Engsheg, because he doesn't read Sonic comics. Word, yo. Of course, he doesn't read any comics, as far as I know. You need to read yeah. more, Sega. I read, just not comics. I do I do like comics to look at, but I don't really follow any comics, specifically. I, mean, I can respect that. Solution. Give me your address. What? I'm going to send you comic books. Oh, good God, man. Anyway, in my opinion, this is the, probably going to be the best arc of this year. Yeah, it's, it's odd. Like, last year, the best arc was Scourge. This year, the best arc is Robotnik. <laughs> well, I, I that's, that's just it, though. I I can't see this being under a year. I, I have a feeling that this, this general arc could absolutely take longer than that because of everything that they've set up. There is... I cannot see anything that they could do cleanly to, like we I should... said, I- escape this, to to bring things back to any sort of realm of normality. If you've looked at every major hitting event, it is just crazy event after crazy event after crazy yeah. event. It, 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 Are we talking about the Sonic Universe number 40 or the comics as a whole? At this at this point, they're almost one in the same because everything is happening so simultaneously between yeah. them. This ain't your daddy, Sonic. Everything's but, changing. Uh, we, we, we haven't really been talking about what we're talking about, so no one who, so people who don't read the comic books won't really know what we're talking so about. So. so basically, we're into we're in the end. Hello, yeah, the scramble dark. game of the insurrection, where and Eggman find face off robot against robot in the most amazing comic book cover that has must that must have been specifically designed to make me feel giddy. Because not only do you have Sonic the Fighters, which I have this bizarre affinity for, but you have you have Honey in, in the bottom corner. Nobody should know who Honey is. And she's if not you know, in the comic at all. She's just there as the little cameo right in that little area. If you know who Blaze the Cat is, you are a pretty good Sonic fan. If you know who Knack the Weasel is, or well, Bark, no, or Eve, the then you know, then you're a pretty darn good sonic fan if you know who honey is you are way too into this it, it is scary <laughs> i've known who honey is for years now it's on sonic cult and stuff that's no, sonic cult don't do not mention sonic cult sonic cults yes do not mention yes. them in this podcast sonic cult sonic cult.org <laughs> Visit uh, if you're under 18. Visit it. No, in no, under. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm a horrible influence. Okay, yeah, but... the, the gist of the story is um, Snivelly's been sick of Eggman's crap and his odd decisions he's been making lately. So he uh, decided to escape. He wants to, you know, go out on his own. He uh, tried to get his niece or half sister Hope. To join them, uh, she's with uh, Team Dark, and they uh, they got to a big battle there. She refused, and finally he went to um, what's the name of that land they're on? They are um, the oh, United yes. Federation. No, the, oh oh the, the Dragon Kingdom. Yeah, the Dragon Kingdom, and got That's his, uh, China. <laughs> his his girlfriend Regina back, and so uh, Eggman caught up with him there, and they have this big old showdown with a giant iron. Uh, robot versus uh, Eggman's plastic and ceramic robot, which he has to do because um, Regina is a mage. Do we really need to explain this? If, if they don't well, know I it, then, talk about then the they don't care. Anyway, yeah, the ending. Uh, basically, Regina thinks that uh, Eggman's shown them mercy. He's made her, her part of the uh, Dark Age Legion, and 
she thinks she uh, she's with Snively now, uh, helping out, and they think, oh great, this is going to be a great opportunity to backstab him and everything. Meanwhile, he's watching her every move, and he's got the real uh, Snively locked up in a little one of those sonic prison canisters that you know wow. pop and at the end of every level. And you are terrible at expositing. Well, so, to do by it. the end of it, yeah, Snively's yeah. captured. Regina's part of the uh, Egg Legion, and nobody else. Basically, that Snively's there except Eggman himself. What? Yeah, how? But... How exactly did did he make Snively a sympathetic character? This is insane <laughs> that this is happening because we are talking about the the man who double crossed about every character in the possible series at some point. That somehow, uh, it's insane. Well, it's very simple. Have him find love, then then rip him then rip him away from that love, and then toss him into a cold metal cell where he's having them all crying and teary and a little bob. Ah, I'm so sad. And then boom, you got a sympathetic villain who's also a jackass. But I have to say that ending, the ending of this arc was just incredible. Okay, it was really good, you know, because, yeah, as you said, it makes Snively um, sympathetic. It, um, oh, man, I, I, also suck at, I also suck at expositing. I, what I kind of liked about the whole arc itself, though, is that you kind of got to see what goes on day to day. It's kind of like a glimpse of it's, it's Eggman's, Eggman's life. life. Yeah. It's like, wake up. Bring in the warlords, have a nice little pep talk, threaten everybody. Then, hey, let's go conquer a village just to be safe. And after that, we'll go ahead and, you know, hunt Snively, find him, beat him because I'm Eggman and I can do that. And I'm always one step ahead of everyone except Sonic. So Use a Q-Bot as a footstool or a coaster. <laughs> and uh, he'll also... Uh... Apparently, a warp people down the hall. Yeah, uh, this is also the introduction. Uh, this arc also introduced uh, Orban Cubot into the comic. Finally, true. And they're Makes in the latest sense. issue of Sonic as well. And I'm I'm really glad they're in here now. Another good cover, Mystery Science Theater 3000 parody. <laughs> yeah, that one's awesome. There's yeah, all the good uh, covers in this issue. Orban and Cubot has basically. Uh, usurped Snively's role in the comic book. The moment I saw them, I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, they're basically gonna, they're basically gonna take over Snively's place now. Yeah, that, that, that was what left me wondering die, before uh, Sonic Universe 40. Away, but he's not coming back. That's what um, had me wondering during Sonic Universe, before Sonic Universe 40 with Sonic uh, 236, is we see Orbot and Cubot beside him, and we're like, oh, well, I wonder what happened to Snively, you know? is Did he escape? Did he win? Did he get captured we didn't know at the time oh he got uh grabbed by his gigantic nose and thrown to a cell <laughs> yeah but i love that he's the uh, eggman's taunting him at the get at the end of the basically i just beat you at your a game there's you've got nothing left <laughs> yes that that, that is that, that was probably the most crushing part about the ending was like he said oh, actually i've got the comic book right here yeah we still don't know at the end whether there's a uh where the the romance between Regina Ferrum and Snively is actually real. They it is. Look at, it those probably is. Look at those puppy dog eyes so, when she's robot Snively. <laughs> so we wonder uh, if it is uh, she's probably going to figure it out, you know, eventually, and 
turn on Eggman again, so we'd have another little arc going on. I don't know if that would even qualify as an so, arc. I'm well, sure it's already it leaves a, definitely leaves a plot uh, plot hole open for later. Well, not a plot hole, but you know what? An extra little yeah. plot for later. Really, the, like the best part about the ending was basically Robotnik saying, yes, you brought your A-game, and guess what? I got I got to refresh my troops. I got to blow up some villages. I got to do all this stuff. And you brought your A game, and I still kicked your ass. <laughs> and now I've. Got, I believe you're I've quoting heard... the comic book at this point. Um, sort of paraphrasing, really. <laughs> I love that we got a little, a lot of uh, Eggman quotes out of this arc too, yeah. and him singing his own theme song. And then, uh, th- and this one during the robot fight, he screams out, "Get a load of this!" <laughs> <laughs> and I was wondering how they were going to do a an Eggman arc because. Most of these arcs, well, all these arcs, the main character has been the protagonist. But in this, there wasn't necessarily a protagonist. I mean, I guess you're probably rooting for Snively. But like you know, like I said, this... it's kind of following the life of Eggman for a little while. I mean, you get some side clips of Snively, but primarily you're just saying, you're just watching what Eggman does day to day. I'm getting some static. Jason oh. explodes. It went off for a sec, but I'm fine. Are you still there in Sega? Yep, just uh, Okay. <laughs> you are now coming in very loudly, though. Oh, that's good to know. Well, I mean, like, very loud. Am I echoing? Or like, are deafening. You echoing? No, I'm, you're not <laughs> that's echoing. That's fine. Let me pull the mic away good. a bit, just so I'm not breathing heavily again. <gasps> GX, uh... Yeah. So, uh, what were you saying, GX? Probably nothing because uh, I don't see him. Oh, there he is. I was saying a thing about how it was kind of like following Eggman. So if you were going to say anyone was the star, it kind of is Eggman. Although it's more, you could also consider it more of like a Eggman Snively relationship um, episode as well. But, yeah. Anyway, uh, now on to the main game to talk about: Sonic Four Episode Two. It and... stinks. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, we've, uh, I finished it and Sega's finished it. Knuckles, you're yep. close. Uh, how far are you? Sort of. I'm, I, I have two emeralds and I'm on the final boss of Sky Fortress. I have two emeralds and I'm on the, what I assume is the final boss of the game, I think. Are you in the, uh, Death Egg Mark II? Yes. Yep. Okay. Spoiler alert. By the way, yes, these people are going to be spoiling the, the oh, hell out of Oh, spoiler alert. A Sonic game ends on the Death Egg. Hey, not, not every Sonic game ends on the Death Egg. Some of them end in other locations, like a Mayan Square. Oh, like, yeah, like some sort of giant Square. space station in space. Yeah, let's what episode two was. just a space station instead of the Death Egg. <laughs> Anywho. So, uh, um... Uh, Back to playing the game, so you know, just go on, guys. Yeah, this is definitely a huge improvement over the first game. It's it's obvious that they've been listening to a lot of what the fans have been saying, especially on the physics part. Uh, not so much oh, on the uh, springs I... and the booster pads, which are still a plentiful. Ah. But as far as uh, what the heck was that? <laughs> I guess that's uh, Knuckles playing the game there. Yes, yes, I'm playing the game. Go on, go. Physics go. There's nothing really much to complain about this time around. It wow. feels feels more classic. You're not you're not uh, starting from a slow walk into a run. You're automatically going into a slope from a slow run into a fast run. 
Acceleration's. Uh, it, I think acceleration might be a bit too slow, but even then, that'd be a bit nitpicky for me. So. Yeah, I think it's a much better acceleration than the first one, in my opinion. Well, yeah, well, acceleration is better than the first one. Yeah, I mean, and so. the rolling's a bit better. Like uh, Knuckle said, this, uh, if you're going off a uh, just a just a low uh, a downhill section, you'll still only roll a little bit and maybe stop. But if you're going down a steeper incline, you you can uh, actually gain speed. Generally yeah, speaking, though, that's... you never get that fast in the game, though. Yeah, the thing with the dimps is they seem to lock Sonic's speed. They, all, they you really go at a certain. You always go to a certain speed, and then bam, now you're locked. You, you never like in the Genesis days where you can run so fast you can actually go all the way past the screen, and it's just uh, the background's moving real fast with nothing there. Yeah, I, I think this is just another situation where they are they are trying to create physics, but there are not actual physics in play. I mean, I could be, I could be, I, I'm saying this very broadly, and I can't really vocalize it well, but it, it just, it, it's like in Sonic Generations where, yes, there were kind of physics, but they weren't necessarily like physics, physics. They were, this person will react to this in this way, which. Like I said, I can't vocalize it well because I just described physics. <laughs> now, as far as level design goes, I think it's uh, quite a bit of improvement over there too. Uh, levels tend to be larger. Uh, it's a bit more a bit more challenging than the first one. It's not a, you know, a uh, yeah. it's not a super difficult challenge, but it's a moderate challenge. I wouldn't even say it's more difficult. There are fewer aggravating parts than in the first one i would say I think it's, yeah i think it's easier to be honest with you guys. i think it's far easier especially with the inclusion of tails however i i think it's perhaps a bit harder to maintain the top most or find most of the secret locations i'm gonna place part of that blame onto the fact that the camera seems a bit too zoomed in for me well, it does it does uh, tend to zoom out at times too, though. At least they got that. This, this Occasionally, but not much. It's yeah. it's the difference of whenever using as an example the train track episode or the train track level. Uh, oh, the roller coaster. The roller coaster level. Whenever you get to go into the background, you can actually see a bit more of what's actually ahead of you, and you're not having to make level memorizing type jumps. Right. Right. That that is actually. Uh, one of the downsides on the level design is levels like um, White Park Act 2, which is almost the definition of hold right to win. That that level's got nothing to it, really. Barely any branching paths. You're pretty much going straight forward through the whole level. That was probably yeah. my least favorite level in the entire game so far. The music's good, though. The music's really the good. The music's on that good. One. I mean, they do. Uh, on that one. But yeah, they do better Genesis oh, chip tuning, okay. I think. But yeah, at that the level. same time. It seems like the soundtrack is a little less memorable even than the first one was. It's completely forgettable. It's like, I it's can't... not even June. It's like, who, who <laughs> conducted this? Because even whenever he's not particularly, quote, good, he's at least really memorable with it. If he's going to make something that is utterly butt rock, he puts everything into it. Yeah. Well, this is more like, hey, this is more like, 
GBA expectations of soundtracks. Well, what's funny is that most people seem to hate the soundtrack, and like I think some songs I do hate, and I think because he doesn't, he the loops are too quick. Like it, it only lasts for a few seconds before it loops. It seems like, and I think that gets on people's nerves. Like wor- I definitely thought so on certain points. The worst I, sorry, example of that is the Death Egg Mark II Act One. Uh, oh yeah. There's a t- it's a boss theme that goes for a 10 second loop and then keeps going and going and going on that 10 second loop. But it was aggravating me to listen to it. It was horrible. Yeah, like there were some really short loops in this. And I guess he, it's, he's trying to do the Genesis thing, but even the Genesis songs I thought were, they seemed like they were longer. Yeah, they me. were, I think. I'm I'm sure they, they were. As far they as the. were more, I would say they had better transitions back into the beginning. And less pitchy, too. What's Less weird is it's pitched. it's it's fine when you're not really trying to pay attention to the music and that. Then it you got you got kind of the Genesis feel to it because they, they he does uh, use a little a uh, few more instruments this time around. But at the same time, like we were saying, it's just that I can't uh, recall a tune just off of my head, top of my head from any of the tracks outside of the one that got the worst most complaints, which is the uh, duck sounding <laughs> tunes. From I can OLS remember one. Yeah, the one that everybody hates. The no, no. The only one I can remember is You know, the good one. Yeah, that's the one at the end. The best song in the whole entire game. Cool, because what they did was, if you if you notice at the beginning of that cutscene when he's coming to, it's a very slow version. It's a very slow version of Sonic Boom. It goes, and then it goes off into the Toot Suit Sonic Warrior as he's flying from Little Planet back to Earth or Mobius or what have you. So uh, since since we're on the topic of cutscenes, I am uh, the models look very good. I am very I impressed it. with the models. Uh, I loved it. The animations in this game are uh, even even disregarding the fact that yeah. Sonic Episode 1, the animations, yeah. But uh, in this it one... It kind of reminds me of New Super Mario Brothers. And there's a Sonic. lot of character in these. I was very impressed. I, lo- I love the, je- the such dejected look on Sonic's face whenever you lose a special stage. <laughs> I love that. It, the, the fact that they've, they've done cutscenes well... This is the type. This is the type of cutscene that I want to see in every Sonic game. This, no talking. I want to see them just using it's, it as a transition to get from place to place. I don't need yeah. It's basically dialogue. like the old Genesis uh, Sonic Three or Sonic uh, Knuckles, you know, story arc cutscenes where you'd have the the little expressions and they do the little animations, but it was enough to get you to understand what the story was. And there were, there's cute little moments that you wouldn't get in games like that. The fact that Metal Sonic kind of... I, I, I hate to get into spoiler territory this like this, but the fact that Metal Sonic kind of crashed into the space station and just pushed his way <laughs> around it. The fact that they just kind of ran to that last escape pod to hop in at the last second and jet off and watching them both, both of them sitting in the little escape pod and... It has a lot of great little moments, a lot of little touches to show that they put effort into the animation, which is really appreciated for a well, Sonic game. Well, the whole game is really a, has a much higher budget than uh, Sonic 4 Episode 1. I was actually talking to Ken Bala um, over, 
in PAX East, and he, and he uh, said um, that um, Sonic 4 Episode 1, they weren't really sure if it was going to do well, and so they gave it a pretty, lo a pretty low budget. And, it shows uh, in a lot of places. I mean, it's, it's yeah, so 2D. But then, but then with Episode 2, because Episode 1 did so well, they gave Episode 2 a much greater budget to allow to, do, to, to, to pr produce all these beautiful HD, HD graphics and stuff. And um, it really shows. Lots of, there's, there's lots of neat little details and stuff. Like, um, remember the uh, Nike stage in Sylvania Castle when you're uh, running past flowers and the, they, they have this glow and that dissipates when you blow by them? You know, little details I... like that are really nice. The first, this this is going to get into a theme that I'm probably going to bring up a lot, but like I said, that this this is another game that just the whole front to me the whole front half of this game just sucks. It, it sucks. The first really? two zones wow. are, really? are bad. I, I, I kind of disagree. <laughs> I just I I, I like Savannah Castle just fine. It's actually one of my favorite zones. It's uh, I don't know yeah, what compelled them to thing. put two water levels. Well, that I will agree with that. That I agree with that. Usually that the first the first zone is almost always a you know Green Hill style getting used to the controls. But even without zone. that, they put it the first zone is a water zone. No, nobody nobody likes water zones in Sonic. No no <laughs> sane rational person likes playing as Sonic underwater. The only exception that was Sonic good underwater was Sonic Colors and it's because they actually gave you mobility. Um, did you use tails in the underwater sections? You can use tails, but that doesn't make it better. That just yes, makes it. Does. it... You, can you can swim around. You're getting a lot of movement with tails. And he steals your but air it's bubbles. Still <laughs> slow movement. It, you right can move around with tails, but it's you're still moving so slowly and so laboriously, and it, it's not fun. It, it's not fluid. It's just it's a pace killer, and it's a pace killer at the worst possible point that they could put it at a game. And they let it happen for two worlds. Well, it, it's bad. It's the state. I, I'm even going to say. I think it's. I meant to start this. I will with the say graphics, it's very hard gonna, that White Park that White Park would have a water level as well. When I Sylvania really Castle say that does. It did for two worlds. I just played the first levels of Sylvania Castle. And I completely avoided the water. It's um. Really, the, I think the, the, there are really only two wa two acts with water in this game. Uh, act two of Sylvania and Act two of White. Oh wait, no, sorry, Act three of uh, White Park. So I wouldn't say that, that that two entire worlds have water. Just two acts. But that's still too much too early. That, that even really in even so. in episode yeah, three, they didn't bring it to you until the third world. And I just. I don't know why they keep going back to the water. It, it, the water water levels are bad in Sonic. Labyrinth is universally reviled as the the worst stage of Sonic One. They kind of fixed it by limiting it in Chemical Plant, and I forget the name of the next thing after that. Uh, they, it was um, oh yeah, uh, Sonic Sonic Two also had two R levels pretty early in the game. But they are very. They have almost absolutely no time. Well, yeah, it wasn't. I, it wasn't an Emerald Coast. It was just you know the, the zone after did that. You know, did you know that Sonic and Knuckles has absolutely no water in the entire game? Not a bit. Yeah. So I but just Sonic Three does as Hydra City. Yeah. Well, yeah, Sonic. And 3 technically, they're yeah. supposed to be part of the same game. 
Shut up. The hell? <laughs> but, Technically, uh, but I don't really. On, honestly, the le- to me, the first two zones, worst level design. The backgrounds look nice, but the foregrounds are just, they're bland. So they're like, very uh, monotone. So like the entirety of the first two zones is bad level design. I I had a very tough time struggling and developing a good rational view of this website or of this video game because I I was just bored throughout the whole first half of the game and I was hoping hoping that they would at least increase the complexity in the latter two and they delivered they I am very impressed yeah, with the Yeah, so I don't know why some people are like trash and oil desert on the forums. That's one of my favorite <laughs> zones as well. I think they did a, a great job with that. Admittedly, yes, that's when it does get a little bit springy, but I think whenever you play through the first time, springs are a bit more forgivable. It's just whenever you go back to it and want to try to perfect it that it gets kind of annoying because it's a meaningless transition. That's true. Uh, I will say I, uh, the bosses are a lot more original in this one than they were in the first one. Yeah, where they're also just a lot more difficult. Except yeah, they for are. the first one. I, I don't like the first one. The first one's almost nonsensical to me. It's it, it, When does he attack? When does he not attack? Why don't I just fly up and hit him? And Yeah, that's the one yeah. thing. is It's hard to recognize where the what the patterns are on the bosses compared to previous games. Because you got that new dynamic and you don't know, okay, am I supposed to fly with tails here or use the rolling attack? It's just something you got to guess you know, on your own. However, every hit, other yeah. boss have been has really impressed me. I, I love... I, I, well, the second boss is pretty good. Uh, I like the fact that you have two tiers to work with, and that that really surprised me. And it was, it filled me with a childish glee whenever Tails accidentally somehow got to the back and I was on the front. <laughs> That's a nice effect. Yeah, uh, I, I dug the bosses. I thought they were what the first one should have been because Dimps always kind of did decent bosses, and then yeah. these were cool and elaborate. Yeah, thank like, God the ending Dimps? boss, the end bosses weren't. Uh, a whole collage of the previous bosses you had before. Yes, exactly. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I, I'm, stu- I'm stuck on this concept of Dimps having good bosses because it, it, since Game uh, Boy Advance... Clever. Clever bosses. Like, bosses uh, that no, I like, be like, I like their oh, bosses cool. in Sonic Rush and Sonic Rush Adventure. I never the thought anything is they tend to go into a... I got, I'm ticking you're playing the game there, Alex. Yes, I'm still trying to beat fucking Metal Sonic. I get to him. I all I get all the way to the point where he starts firing these missiles that don't explode. They just turn on their side. Like, don't try don't... to homing attack on him. Jump on his head when his plane's upside down. I can't even get to the plane. No, 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 no. no. He's ta- he's talking about the very end part of the plane, right? You're talking yes, about the very end part. Dodge the dodge the missiles. Use your dodge the missiles. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Obviously. As you're dodging the missiles, look for opportunities to use the plane's boost. Yeah, I've also been doing that. I've been doing a goddamn missile that knocks the screen. Ah. They give you arrows. Missiles are supposed to explode. Why can't they just explode? You know what gave me a problem was uh, earlier in that act was the tur- was the turtles because all of a sudden they would group a whole bunch of them together. Oh, I love uh, that. I, I and love I would try to. Uh, I love the turtles, but then I would try to uh, bop them, and I'd end up <laughs> flying right through them and <laughs> dropping okay, them to the okay. ground. Okay, okay. Yeah, you time. cannot homing attack them very well. You no. Are, are we jump. moving into the the sky level talk? Because uh, no, I uh, want. I want to talk that. Okay, I want let's to go talk into that Sky much. Fortress, which is okay. Which the is a, inspired by 
Sky Fortress. They, they, <laughs> I, they, I love like the fact it. that they're honest about that, that, that it is uh, basically the same, you know, world. Not the same level design, of course, but the same world. They, they took what was basically a slightly interactive, very, very long cutscene, and they actually made it fun. I, I don't know how... I mean, yeah, it, lo- it looked cool in Sonic 2, but in here, you actually get to do stuff. I, yeah. You get to split up from the plane, and you have to use enemies to get to the other side and rejoin it. It's, I don't know. I was fanboyishing out then. It, it was amazing. It was great. I love that part. I do find that kind of odd how we're surprised that this game does something better than, than a game made 20 years ago. <laughs> Most games don't do things better than how they did them 20 years ago. Look at look well, at Mario games. How many how many 2D Mario games have yet to stack up against World? Well, let's face it, 2D was easier. Uh, I, I didn't really like the the old 2D Mario games. I actually prefer Mario Galaxy over over anything Mario anything else Mario has made. To Super be fair, you have favorite. your opinions, and you are you. So, <laughs> I disregard most things that you say. So, That's I love, nice. love Mario. I gotta say, I like the new Bad Nicks as well. Except, except Snowy. Uh, Snowy is Ken's favorite, but he uh, always pops up when I'm not expecting him and hits me. And then I gotta <laughs> him three times. But I especially like the ones in like Oil Desert, where they have a uh, the little um, sk- uh, dung beetle that <laughs> drops a huge bomb on you. You gotta watch for. You don't actually get to see, again, going into the theme of first half versus second half, you actually don't see very much in the first half of the game. They as don't far have as bad nicks? No, not too many. You get, you get a few here and there. But they definitely take more advantage of it later, like in the last couple levels. Yeah. So, yeah. Just. I mean, there's uh, some pretty cool new ones mixed in with the, mixed in with the old ones. And they do seem more challenging at times. Like they got that one that's a little little ball, and then he has uh, jets coming out of all of his sides. Oh, that was that was a fantastic. That that's the type of level design thing that I wanted to see more of in this game. Not only did he do that, but the fact that it ignited the oil I'm underneath. Get Arr, yes, gotcha. Die, <laughs> you son of a bitch. I, I also like the fact that, that they have, you know, it, that you fight Metal Sonic multiple times in the game instead of just one race, like in Sonic CD. He has yeah, a strong, he I has a much stronger like... presence in this game than in any of the previous games he's been in. Well, considering that they give him four extra levels, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is a presence. <laughs> as long as you have Episode One and Episode Two on the same console. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I need to buy Episode One again. <laughs> On the PS3 now. Maybe so. they'll still mention you. <laughs> yeah. I bought episode one again now that you've made it worth my while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's something I like too. We're going to go into episode metal for a sec. Is uh, They took those old levels and put you know the newer Sonic 4 physics on them. Plus they uh, changed Wait, the they layout changed the quite a bit. Huh? They changed the physics? I heard that they, that they didn't change anything. Oh no, the physics because it's Metal Sonic, but he has uh, Sonic Four Episode Two's physics. At least it feels. Wow. Like. But, but because huh. it, you're actually playing this within Sonic Episode Two, you're yeah. not going back to Episode One to play Metal. Yeah, and the, really? and the uh, four levels have slightly different uh, layouts yeah. on them. They have very similar designs and the uh, same background music, but the layout's a little different. 
There's more platforms everywhere. There's a lot more badniks everywhere. It gets kind of irritating there. When you start off as Metal Sonic in Mad Gear Zone, there's literally four grasshoppers surrounding you <laughs> from all okay. sides. I'm watching the 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 cutscene after the fourth boss battle right now. I have to say, these graphics are really really good. I mean, this is these are retail game graphics right here. Yeah, I was going. Uh, I was arguing yes. with GX about this before yes. that. In a way, not totally, but in a way, I kind of prefer the way this looks to uh, Sonic Generations. I, I can accept that. Oh, I can wow. accept that you prefer them. They are cleaner because they're even though you know they're not as detailed, of course, but they're cleaner. They're sh- they're very sharp. You know, it's going at sixty frames per second. You can see where everything's at, and. Um, I don't know, because when you see something like that fan project where you had the uh, Emerald wow. Coast and that Eggman flying through, there was too much going on. And it's kind of, it's kind of like with the Green Hill Zone on uh, Generations, there's also way too much going on sometimes in the background that you can easily get lost. Where in this game, you have almost, not quite, but almost the graphical, graphical fidelity there. But, oh, nice. But the, uh, every, all the details are simpler, are both detailed and simpler enough to... You don't get lost in them at all. Oh, nice. But I will agree with GX that the lighting's a bit off at times with on Sonic yeah. and Tails themselves. There's a duel with Metal Sonic, huh? There's That's always uh, duels with Metal Sonic in this game. You've got a duel with Metal Sonic. So this one's going to be better then, right? <laughs> it's cool. I remember it being cool. Um, the Death Egg looks really Has nice. I like what they did to it. Has yeah, this de- kind of threatening purple. The Death Egg is almost an extra zone in itself. If they would have made like an Act Three, it would have felt like, uh, you know, an extra zone. They learned how to, in that stage. They learned how to properly use that stupid screen rotation that they decide to put in the iPhone last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they felt it felt a lot more like a Dimps level on that. Death Egg. It definitely did. I honestly, the, the design motif, it felt straight out of any of the Sonic Advance games in terms of motif. I know. I'm, I'm just a Dimps fan myself. I mean, when they, when oh, they wow. allow themselves to just go ahead and go crazy like in Sonic Rush or Rush Adventure, I like. I kind of like their level designs. I know it's not for everyone, but yeah, this level when, does look like when they're allowed more freedom, it's, it's pretty cool. This level does look like something out of Sonic Rush, I will say that. Except, you know, HD-ified. Yeah. Wow, this well, looks on really the- good. Well, we're pseudo on the topic of what Dimps does in terms of like the Game Boy Advance things. I, what did you, Knuckles ignored because his opinion doesn't matter in this case because he's it's generally wrong. What did you guys think (laughs) about the actual Tails team up? The actual fact that Tails back, Tails is extra. It's both a plus and a minus. Abilities that he offers that kind of stuff. I have a, I have a an opinion that you would not expect. About it's, the it's, tails. No one cares. It's both a plus and a minus. I, I mean, don't it's care. It's very, very easy to pull off. Just either jump in the air and tails either flies or swims you, or you, uh, you know, pre- tap uh, square while on the ground and you get to this full running, uh, rolling motion. The only problems I have with it is a when your tails is flying, it's kind of like a cheating device almost because you can, you can bypass a lot of platforms or. Well, but on the plus side, he can sa- he can save your ass too. <laughs> if you if you hit the wrong platform and you're about to die, you know you're about to you know fall to your death, he can save your butt on that. But with the rolling, I don't like how it's automated. It, you don't you don't have to 
pulled right, he, he, you ju they just go on their own. And they'll but just keep the, going and going and going until something finally can stop them. But I kind of I, what I like about that is that they will keep going as in they will stay in the ball. Yeah, but they, they, the, it breaks the physics because you can go up a up a side of a wall just really slow on your rolling and still go get up there. Eh, eh. I don't. That doesn't bother me that much. That, that's I, that's a Sonic retro nitpick, but. Uh, now that I'm making enemies, um, <laughs> but uh, I I really like it. It makes me think that looking at this, looking at color, it, it makes me think yeah. Sonic Advance Three was doing some really great things. It's just that they went way too overboard with it. If you at the direction I want to see Sonic, have me play a Sonic. But I like what they did here. This is a really good template to me for what they can do in the future to keep a classic-style Sonic but actually add new ideas. Give them, give him things to pair with. Give him these small special abilities that help with actual stage movement. And then the terms of Tails, the fact that it is so easy to almost break the game because you can fly as much as you want to and you can well, do all that. Well, you can't really fly build as the much stages as you want to. I want them to build the stages around that like they did in Colors. Colors is completely built around the idea that you can use these powers. I want that I want this game, I want a game like this to take the fact that you are built around tails and don't just put like a cliff and say, "Oh, here's the cliff. Why don't you fly up?" But have more opportunities like mm. they had in Sonic Generations where you built whole tracks of stage that were built around the concept of you are going to do a lot of flying here. You are going to do special climbing or gliding or platforming or whatever Knuckles Assist was or whatever. I, I like that they're doing with that. I just wish that in this game and hopefully in future games they take advantage of that more. Yeah, Even I if wish... it's... yeah. Honestly, I wish they'd remove those video signs and let me just figure out that kind of stuff for myself. Well, yeah, I to think make they it more intuitive. Icon yeah, I think they could have even just like iconized it like they did with the. Uh, can I say I still love the trend of the orange death signs? Yeah, that is that I like is a that. very good positive that I consider that excellent that they're continuing that. Story wise, uh, you'd wonder why Eggman would put that there in the first place, but of course, <laughs> this is a video game, so that doesn't count for anything. Now I'm so glad to hear you say that. I'm proud <laughs> <right>. of you. <laughs> I like I like Tails in this game. I thought it was like a great. Uh, this is what I hoped they would have done in Episode One, which is like try something new and kind of evolve. Even if like not everything works, like I don't like the role really that much, but I like how it just sort of feels so, like something different and and a, a step up at least, or at least something different to like differentiate it from the other ones because it is thing, a sequel. One thing that confuses me why it's even in there is sometimes you'll find this little box that you can hit, and Sonic and Tails oh, do this yeah. huge... Uh, oh, yeah. what, what, do they, what do they call that? Yeah. Team Blast from Sonic Heroes move? Yeah. And rapidly tapping this yeah. next button. Why does that exist? Why is that even in there? I mean, I thought it was amusing, but I don't it's really amusing, understand but it's it either. Weird. <laughs> yeah, they, it's weird that it's out. even there. They needed to <laughs> cram one more thing in there, and they couldn't think of much else, so they put in, like, enemy rooms and yeah, it's, to to it's totally unnecessary too i mean you can easily just homing attack all the bad nicks and get out of there and keep going those are pretty rare twice. though they come twice, up maybe yeah it. yeah that makes it even weirder though that you barely yeah. ever see them my first playthrough i saw them twice 
Yeah, I'm but, guessing it was an original idea that maybe got that didn't necessarily hit the the floor, but uh, that they didn't necessarily cu- completely cut, but they still wanted to utilize or maybe they were thinking of utilizing it more and they never found a really effective way. So they just decided to throw it in at some point. Yeah. One other complaint I have is I love, well, one thing I love, you know, searching for those red rings, that's a tradition since colors I've actually enjoyed to think of as a plus. It gives and you a chance course, to really explore the levels. Yeah. yeah it, give, it gives you a chance to explore the levels and I like, you know, collecting the emeralds, but the problem in this game is that there's not really a payoff outside of being supersonic with the emeralds. Um, collecting red rings gets you an achievement and a trophy, or or a trophy, you know, and that's it. You don't get any extra power or any special thing for that. And as far as the emeralds go, uh, do you mind if I spoil the ending a little bit? I mean, it's not there's not a whole lot there. I mean, if you're playing Sonic for a oh, story, I don't know, for I don't Sonic know that wrong. deep, deep, deep Sonic story. Yeah. Anyway, right in the middle. Of course, Sonic defeats Eggman, Natch. But uh, then everything starts to explode around, and Sonic and Tails get on pods and escape the Death Egg and go. Tell me if you've heard this one before. Yeah, I go back to Earth. And then, but if you haven't collected all the emeralds, you get a little try again thing, like the old Genesis games. However, if you have collected all the emeralds, it says nothing. That's it. They and in fact, the, during the credits, you see the Death Egg, perfectly fine, uh, with mm. still the little planet still surrounding it. That means they haven't destroyed the Death Egg, but they they've gone back to the, <laughs> gone back to planet Earth with the Death Egg still there. So that means it's an inconclusive to be continued story, which which is why I also think there's going to be an episode three. But why am I collecting all the emeralds and then not getting an extra bo- extra bonus? To I don't the know story? because. You get to be supersonic. <laughs> yeah, but it's really hard. I, I, I got six out of the seven emeralds. I've been trying the seventh special stage. Man, that's hard. Are you guys I, I, love, I love the special stages, this one, in, co- in comparison. Uh, to the Shadow. Oh. The first one was horrible. But yeah, I, the, the one thing that irritates me are, are those ones where you pass by the thing and says, collect you know this many rings, and the rings are very scarce, and you have to get every single one, and then it'll give you like a 40 or 50 ring bonus. I do. will say this, they, they remixed the Sonic 2 so nicely, I mean, at least visually and in terms of the layout design, the fact that you get to jump, you hit the springs and it takes you to the upper one, the, the backgrounds look so great, the actual motion, the fluidity of it, it's, I, I admittedly think that they're maybe a bit harder than they need to be, and they require a bit more precision than they offer actual foresight, but they look good. They look really good. <laughs> I like how it, it, that the, the the half pipes do have that little dimps flare where they got the uh, rings that are up up on the sky and you have to actually lift yourself off the platform a little bit to. Uh, Is that what you have them. to do? I thought you had to jump for those. No, you don't jump. You just like if you keep holding. If they're on the right, you just keep holding right, and he'll he'll pop up for a second, grab them. Okay, I'm jumping. doing that wrong then. Because that's yeah. the way I had to do it with Sonic Rush and. Uh, I, I remember those days. Yeah, Sonic Rush was easier because you really couldn't jump. Yeah, now, what I don't, uh, what I kind of understand, kind of don't, is why do you think that this game is getting lower scores in comparison to Episode One when it's so far. it's yeah when it's <coughs> pardon me miles better than Episode One is. I think it, it's just I honestly. That, go um, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I think that developers have I. 
reviewers, when it comes to Sonic games, I find they have something called collective amnesia. I mean, everyone remember how how well-reviewed well Sonic Adventure 2 was? And then, we, and then um, at the same time, there, there's a the level of perspective. Okay, I, I apologize. Uh, I'll let you finish. Uh, I'll let you finish. Go ahead. Okay. Um, and I also have some other things to talk about, but first, the well, reviewers. Say this um, first. <laughs> um, remember how, like, the Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two were were were, were well reviewed, and um, then we had Sonic Adventure Two Battle seven months later, scored like. Score like two, three grades lower at some places, and um, then we had um, Sonic Heroes, and people said they almost made, and, th and reviewers said they almost finally made a good 3D Sonic game, and then we had um, Secret Sonic and the Secret Rings, where they said yet again they almost made a really good Sonic game, but then they gave it uh, an average of about a whole score lower. And then we had um, Sonic Unleashed, and they said they almost made a really good. It keeps going and keeps going. Well, part of that is, the, like, is the, part of that is the timing, though, of the game's release. Like well, Sonic, if, if you were reviewing Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two now, in comparison to way back then, yeah, you are going to score them lower because, yeah, the the they way they play, up. they don't they don't hold up near as good as they used to. <laughs> But not that much of a time factor for them to, to be... Well, for one, forgetting that they did actually make good two good 3D Sonic games. They were called Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. They were well-reviewed. You can say that they, are, that they didn't age well, but you can't say that they were never good. When at least from a critical consensus standpoint, which I know only matters so much, opinion is opinion. I mean, from a critical consensus standpoint, they were considered good games. So you can't say that they, Sonic has never had a good 3D Sonic game, as far as I'm concerned. If, but, well, it might be different critics who are saying that. Oh, I'm, I was say I'm that. sure it's different yeah. critics, but, like, especially when, when it came to Sonic Adventure... Oh, wait, sorry, I almost forgot. Sonic Unleashed and Sonic 06. Let's, let's remember that. Um, well, I think Sonic it, 06 tainted Sonic a lot as far as the oh, critics God, and the yeah, fans Sonic go. Oh, God, Sonic 06. Sonic, oh, Sonic 06 killed Sonic. It, it basically murdered any respect that the series had for... Uh, even up till today, we are still suffering the wrath of Sonic 06 in the eyes of the critics. Sonic and this is six years later. Was the was the game that kind of... It had, like, far-reaching implications. Like, I don't think any game has really had this much of an effect on the games that came before because suddenly, it's like, the perception of the entire Sonic franchise after the Genesis games just crashed. Like, oh, yeah, everything after Sonic uh, I saw was England. trash. I don't know. I think in, that started with Shadow. I, I think it's I just think it's uh, a, a Sonic 06 is the straw that broke the camel's back. I, think I, I would say it started with Sonic Heroes, but it reached its crescendo. It's... That's Final exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, it's, it's a triple punch of Sonic Heroes, Shadow, and then Sonic 06, just going from mediocre to Oops. bad to horrible. And Sonic honestly, that, I don't think it's necessarily that people are forgetting. I think it's just a matter of, like Sega said, the fact that, A, there's different critics. But at this point, the whole Sonic franchise and everyone associated with it and anything that has to do with it just carries this big sphere of insanity and just 
everyone out everyone outside of it there's just an apathy towards sonic sonic carries so much weight right now that even if you haven't played the old games even if you don't haven't ever even played 06 there is still the shadow hanging over it of hey sonic gets with this human princess <laughs> they today we are still suffering repercussions of that this, no, even with Sonic Colors, which Sonic Colors was reviewed fairly positively, I don't necessarily get all the that. In all honesty, Sonic, right now, the position that we are in, I feel, is still one step behind where the rest of the industry is right now in terms of expectations. They are very, they are getting better. They are absolutely getting closer and closer to that. But the fact remains that they are not quite there yet. I think uh, with episode two, though, specifically, what probably ended up happening was that critics were some critics were a little too enthusiastic over one, and then fans were hated it, and then they, I think, they kind of stepped back and were like, okay, we can be a little more critical of, because like people were like wanting a two D Sonic for years, critics, and they well, finally got one, and they were. I kind think to a lot it. of that, yeah. It's also the newness Thanks for hating of it. Sonic Four Episode One, but way before way before the game actually came out. But it got it got good reviews at first, and they kind of dropped over time. I think. Well, it's weird one. because the the early reviewers gave it pretty glowing yeah. reviews. Got, I was surprised about that. But IGN. anytime I heard it mentioned on podcasts or anything like that, there was a lot of backlash. So it's like the reviewers were kind of okay with it, but everyone else just really turned on it that it was not yeah. enjoyed by a lot of people i'm not sure why that disconnect is there um, but it is a very weird disconnect i I'm think curious. part of it I, I got a second theory to propose and that is what i call the um division theory first started by sonic heroes where uh, critics are generally receptive toward a game sonic heroes scored fairly well you know it scored in the sevens but fans treated it like oh god um a, a really, really horrible, horrible game. Like Ensega here. He yeah. hated it with a fiery passion. Oh, yeah. And I didn't understand it. Fiery. But um, fiery and bloody, and he killed people over and it. And demented and disturbed. Well, but, I mean, um, I, I admittedly liked Sonic Heroes at the time, and that, wow. that still holds true for today. It's, it's just, there is... I didn't get to finish my yeah. theory. Go ahead, so, go ahead. But, um, so uh, really, I think it's not so much fans universally hate hating a game. I think it's just, it's a very divisive game. Some people really like it, some people really hate it, because, the, it, like, Sonic Heroes, it was generally a solid game. It didn't have many bugs. It, mm -hmm. it had fun It had fun aspects to it, but it also had bad mm -hmm. aspects to it. Like, um, had lots of enemy rooms. Had, like, every other level was incredibly slow and focused, all the combat focus all yeah. the, bosses, the combat all the, all the cutscenes the, the dialogue the story was all horrible it, it depends on, on whether or not you really care about the dialogue and whether or not you really hate the combat or if the, you can just ignore the combat because oh hey but this, this other level is really good so you know stuff it's, like that it's something where you cool. have to ignore a lot of factors to enjoy it if you're just playing it for the gameplay sake and for the level design's sake for the most part, oh, yeah, I mean, for the most part, it's pretty decent. Except I, when go I hated the mistakes. story. In, I hated the story in Sonic Heroes, but the story but the is just awful, and the dialogue is. It awful. really was 
good. I mean, yes, it had its problems, and for some, for some people, those problems killed the game. I think Sonic Heroes, Sonic, for Sonic 4, it's the same way. I mean, it has it has solid aspects to it. It's not very buggy. It's it it can be it can be very fast. It it, it has certain qualities that people like, but also has things like the bad physics, like some mediocre level design, like um, ugly ugly looking graphics, stuff like that that can detract it for other people. And I you can also take this from a perspective of the fact that this is the second game in a quote yeah. series. Yeah, that's it, the thing I was gonna I'm sorry. That's the thing I wanted to bring up is that the first one was the first two D H D Sonic game. And there was a lot of yeah. newness to it and that newness is not there anymore. And people are I think who are reviewing it now are seeing the, the glaring flaws from episode one and kind of seeing if they're still there in episode two. Well, well, um, I'd say that aside from some, some physics problems, the problems largely aren't really there anymore. It's really just the physics that are so kind of messy. I will say this. I will say this in response to that. A part of it could also be the fact that I, listening to a cer- certain podcasts, I have there has only been one person ever that I have ever heard on approximately the 10 15 podcasts that I consistently listen to that has ever given me a clear explanation as to what they do not like about the Sonic franchise. I have a feeling that Sonic in itself is can can at times be and I hate to say it this way cuz this sounds a little too hoity toity but the <laughs> gameplay of Sonic can actually be a bit of a acquired taste. It is yeah. not. It is not traditional platforming. It is not what we expect. Sonic's always compared to Mario in terms of platforming, but they are very different platformers. They value very different elements, and I feel that a lot of people do not go into a Sonic game, perhaps understanding what that game is about. Perhaps understanding, and I'm not saying that's true for all reviewers. I'm saying that there is a general trend of people, perhaps, not understanding what's going on with Sonic that they do or do not like about it. Or if they do understand, they aren't able to express it very well because I have heard very few arguments that, and it's like going back, I'm again, going back to what Sonic Retro says, I know Slingerland said, hey, I love that zero punctuation review of Sonic Generations. That was great. Unfortunately, I didn't hear a single comprehensive complaint and Yahtzee's the guy who <laughs> I would expect a good understanding of what his complaints are with a game uh, How Yahtzee I, though he's even admit he's pretty much a character he does that for comedy I, I understand that but and he's much listen- much harsher on a game than than most no, people no no are. no no I, I completely understand that however whenever he was reviewing Sonic Generations he said he hated the 3D but he made he did not clarify anything about it, what he did not like about it. I see this a lot in reviews. A lot of Sonic reviews very rarely give information. They very rarely give opinions about the nuts and bolts of the gameplay, what worked and what didn't work. And if they do, they don't do them in a very clear way. I have a feeling that a lot of reviewers just aren't sure how to process the type of gameplay Sonic has. We have the benefit of having so much experience that we are able to talk the mechanics of Sonic. However, I just feel that if you are not experienced with Sonic, 
it's very hard to talk to a Sonic fan like you know what you're talking about. Well, I personally didn't really understand the physics of Sonic as early as 2010. The physics weren't really something I focused on. If you played, uh, if you played a lot of the Genesis games, you understood the physics. Oh, if you oh, could play the Genesis I, I games the Genesis from start to finish, you understood the physics. Yeah, I understand where the Sonic retro, you know, folks are coming from. They have a specific taste. They have a specific expectation of how Sonic's going to control, how he's going to roll, how he's going to move. That you can understand where that kind of hatred comes from when you when they're they've been playing oh, I, Sonic two, three. I have and no, for a I have no hatred of Sonic retro. I just feel that no, my... I'm not. That's not what I'm saying at all. I, yeah. I, I mean, I can understand where they're coming from. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, but it I, is. My, yeah. But um. I played a lot of the Genesis games, but I didn't really focus on the physics. Um, it's really, it's, it's hard for me to explain, but I like, when I first played Sonic 4 Episode 1, I saw nothing really wrong with it. And it's only after I had Slingerland explain it to me and I read all these complaints and stuff that I began to realize, oh, so that's the, so that's the problem, so that's how this stuff worked. So I, I, I would definitely agree with you that Sonic is... That's not going to be a difficult, a, a difficult game to explain, especially the uh, older games. This becomes the core question then. And this is the question that I don't think a lot of people ask themselves. What do you personally get out of Sonic? My per- the, go ahead. You go first. I, I just wanted to kind no, of no, explain go, where I'm go. coming from. I guess I was just this, is why, this is why I had so much trouble with the first half of the game, is because what I enjoy about Sonic is the fact that they have very dense levels. I love very dense levels that have very a very sprawling, very two-dimensional design. It goes in many different directions. You'll be moving diagonally. You'll be moving up. You'll be moving down. One of the issues I have with New Super Mario Brothers Wii and its predecessor is that you basically move on a straight line. I had a very hard time getting into Donkey Kong Country Returns because it is effectively moving from point A to point B Via a straight line. Yeah, I that I can understand gaming. where you come I from like there. I like two-dimensional gaming. I thought I was going to absolutely love Donkey Kong Country Returns, and then I played about half the game, and for some reason I sat, I put it down and just started playing other games, and I couldn't figure out why I wasn't picking it up and playing it again. And I think you, you nailed it on the head. It's just, it's just it's you know, the- just plain forward direction, nothing... No, there's no reason to really explore or anything. There's no it's exploration not, going on in those games. It's a series of challenges, but it's not a world. It's one-dimensional level design versus two-dimensional level design. What I get out of a Sonic game personally is speed and movement. That's always been what I've loved about the games. Then I can the see absolutely game, why you didn't mind Episode 1 at first, because oh, that, is, yeah. that is what you would get out of it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I love I, I love rolling and spin dashing and running through loops and stuff. I loved being able to jump around, make make all these cool jumps, and reaching all these high areas. Now, in hindsight, yes, that uses momentum, but I mean, if you just hold forward on the D-pad and sign up for it, you can get you can get similar experiences out of that. <laughs> And I, and I think this goes into the idea of what – and I hate to turn this into a Sonic Retro discussion, but I'm just saying – and that's what Sonic Retro has always been about is the fact that they what they appreciate or what they have shown a clear appreciation based on the community that they've developed, the fact that they host so many fan games. They hold a very high appreciation of the complexity of the actual gameplay itself, the physics that are involved. 
the nuances of movement, not necessarily the broad strokes. And yeah, I've never that, really been about the nuances. That's what I. That's why I think it's so hard to review a Sonic game because everyone, as a fan base, we are so divided because we always approach Sonic from different angles, from different perspectives. We always get different things out of it. So it's yeah. hard for us to really come together to agree on this. I'm sure there are Sonic fans out there who thought, hey, this sucks. This is that Sonic. This episode two is awful. It's worse than episode one or something. It's just that we're, we're coming from a point where all of us are coming from it from different angles. And because the Sonic community is one of no one can argue with this. The Sonic community is one of the most vocal fan communities oh, out there. God. <laughs> oh, God, it is. This, Every this time is, I walk into us in, into one of the Sonic forums, it's like, oh, my God, why won't you people ever stop talking so loudly? This, this is just <laughs> a veritable explosion of strong personalities, very passionate about their own views. And yeah. it makes it, it it's I, I feel for reviewers being I can't imagine that being a reviewer for a video game is all that fun, except for. Possibly you guys, because you're not set to some sort of corporate schedule. I have to remember yeah. this one vocal I'll fan who somehow way. got into E3 a lot and would interview the the like people for Sonic 4 and Sonic Unleashed. Oh, and his biggest complaint was was not the level designs and not the it's controls, the but the voice acting. <laughs> That's like said, what's his biggest gets, thing. I mean, especially, I work with kids. My job is to work with kids. Kids love Shadow. Are you talking about the guy I, who's in the hood? Hmm? And was being all creepy yes. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He also complained about continuity and stuff. It was like one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Go on, Giants. I'm just saying that it be, the kids, like young people, even I'm going to say as old as teenagers, that's what they get out of it is the fact that his characters, Sonic, has a very distinct level, a very distinct design, which makes it so prone to attachment. And expansion. That's why. That's why you have Naruto fan fiction because they've established <laughs> a world with very distinct things in it. Sonic's the same way. He has a very distinct style. The animals all follow a very similar pattern, so it's very easy to expand it upon. God, I'm getting into my own podcast territory on my episode on fan characters. This is actually <laughs> a really, really good conversation. I want to expand on it by... This is why I like having GX on the show, because he, he can get yeah, really see, get into it. This, this is why I do my show. We're stealing material for your show onto our show, basically. Apparently, um, this, and Sega, you still there? You yo, still alive? I'm still alive. Uh, I was just, um, didn't want to interrupt. Yeah, no, I mean, no. I, I kind of feel the same way as far as story and continuity sometimes. Like, how did you first get into Sonic? I first got into Sonic when I was in, uh, I think it was a Best Buy or something. I was a little kid, and like my my dad took me to a Best Buy, and they had a Sega Genesis demoing Sonic Two, and like it was, uh, I don't remember what level it was, but I was like addicted. Like, I really wanted a Genesis after I played it. But, I mean, even so, though, like, when Sonic Adventure came out, like, I loved the characters and that they talked and that they were voice acted. So, like, I'm definitely, mm -hmm. and I like Shadow in Sonic t Adventure so, 2. So, well, what, what do you so, like about Sonic? What, 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 so do, like, what do you think makes a good Sonic game? 
Well, for me, it's like I just at this point, as long as it's fun and as long as it's an, like a game I can kind of grasp, like you know, I mean, th- my big problem with the Sonic Four series is that I wish they didn't do it in episodes, and I wish that Episode One was as good as Two, and they released a retail title because I wanted more of like Episode Two than Four. Well, levels. the good thing about Episode One is they they learned a lot from that one when when it came to Episode Two. They right. It's obvious that they listened to the fans. They really fixed up the physics. I haven't heard a single complaint about physics. Oh yeah, they're good. Around. Yeah, they're good. They're, I mean, they definitely made improvements. I just, I, I don't know. It's weird though. Like as long as Sonic for me is fun, and as long as it's kind of like, of yeah, if it's fun, and I had fun in episode two. I didn't. Well, have what fun is in the fun one. Sonic thing for you? That's what I'm trying to get to the heart of. Fun Sonic for me. The Genesis yeah. games, the adventure games. Uh, I liked, I liked Secret Rings. I liked, uh, I, I liked Colors. I like, I mean, I like most of them to be honest with you. I had, well, fun, I had fun with Sonic 06, but not in a good what? way. Like I, I had fun with, I had fun with Sonic 06. Oh, you can still I, have I, fun I with think, Sonic. Yeah, yeah no, people, people do have to People do I mean, kind of have fun with Sonic 06 in the, the like like kind of like the same way they have fun with a really bad movie where can I tell they're myself? laughing at how bad this is. It's it's like ah, this is so horrible. It's yeah, hilarious. I mean, you could tell just by how many YouTube videos of of let's play Sonic 06 there are on YouTube that people enjoy that game on a on a on a really really bad level of how bad it is. But it's like funny though, because like Sonic even though I trashed the game, I gave it like a four out of ten on Game Facts. I trashed it. I really hated it. It but deserves yet, to be though. Yeah, because it's bad. But like yet, when I play like Flame Core and I get to the volcano in the second half, like the music and the atmosphere, it reminds me of Sonic Adventure, and I for some reason I love that. Like I don't know what it is about it, but so I I, a lot I, of I can replay that there. level. I mean, somehow, so you like, yeah. You like the music and the action and the characters and the atmosphere. That's what you like. You I like, like that too. And stuff. Yeah, I mean, I like that too. I mean, it's, it's a lot of things I like or dislike about Sonic. I thought the only thing I, I mean, I didn't like colors as much as some people did because I thought the powers <laughs> kind of took away from it. But a lot of people loved that game, and I understand it because that was fun. Sonic Colors is a Sonic Colors is a really good game. It's just I, I've come to the terms that it is a really good game, but not necessarily a good Sonic game. It's a because... very unique game in which it's kind of like a half 3D Sonic, and then it kind of turns into a half. Almost like a 2D Mario in a way. Yeah. Because the the uh, plat when it gets to, to 2D platforming, the game slows down for you. It still has uh, those big you know exploratory maps, but then you're just going on to jumping onto regular platforms. You got to watch out for those thwomp things that are similar. The bulk to of the thwomps. interaction is not what we've traditionally come to accept as Sonic. Yeah, it's very different, but at the same time, it's its own thing, and I think it's uh, still a high quality game. Yes. Oh yeah, of course. So, uh, uh, GX, how, how did you get into Sonic? Uh, honestly, a lot of it started with nostalgia. I got cut off around, I'm going to say, middle high school because uh, basically Pokemon came out. That absorbed my life for a rather long time. I started to get back into it as soon as... Um, I, I completely missed the Dreamcast era because, again, <gasps> Pokemon, wow. that was a thing. <laughs> and I got my N64, I got my Pokemon Snap, I got freaking Hey You Pikachu. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I got it bad. But um, effectively, at some point, I think what happened was Adventure to Battle 
came out, everyone was all excited because Sonic was on Nintendo. I was excited because I had forgotten Sega for so very long. I started looking back into my comics, realizing, hey, you know what? I, I had so much fun with this. Why did I ever quit? It's just that, and again, I'm going to, the way, the where I stand right now, and the way that I'm able to vocalize how I feel about what I like to get out of a game, a lot of it goes to the fact that in college, I started listening to podcasts. And the podcast that I currently, the podcast that I attempt to emulate in my tone is Radio Free Nintendo. And if you are a Nintendo fan at all and you want very rational, very adult conversations about Nintendo, not adult as in vulgar, but adult as in very mature, very uh, really? thought-provoking conversations of Nintendo, I recommend Radio Free Nintendo. It is a phenomenal Nintendo podcast run by very passionate Nintendo fans that are not they understand the industry and they understand Nintendo a lot more than almost any other website I've ever been to. They are, they are very, they are realists. They're slight optimists, but they also understand Nintendo and the types of decisions that Nintendo makes. So, and that's what I always hoped to bring to Sonic, because as I said, I feel that there is just this massive bubble of insanity of everyone involved whenever things are related to Sonic. And I'm not saying that I'm outside of the bubble, but I'm inside of the bubble trying to... I want to try to make sense of it. I want to try to make things slightly better, and I want conversations to be, be more than, hey, this character should totally hook up to this character, <laughs> such as Big Cross Sonic calling back to things that the audience wouldn't have heard. Yes, big ass Sonic. I'm still supporting that. So uh, I, th I think I think we kind of... Nobody asked, asked me what, <laughs> about my feelings Wait, on Well, that. we haven't gotten... Oh, Jigs, We haven't even really here? done general feelings yet, either. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. As far as when I got into Sonic, I actually owned a Genesis uh, just before Sonic 1 came out. So, you know, I, I got, so I was, you know, right there from day one with Sonic 1, 2, but I didn't really Out get into your, to it till... What was your first game then? Out of curiosity, what was your first game then? Of Sonic? Or oh, first game of, ever? Uh, on Genesis. Ever. On Genesis. My first game ever oh. on Genesis was probably, like, Golden Axe, or I think the game I it came with was Altered Beast. Okay, I, I was just curious because historically I don't have a lot of perspective of Genesis prior to Sonic. So I, I was just curious. Yeah, Golden Axe was the launch title, and I think that's when I I had a, I bought a used one that came with the, with um, Altered Beast, if I remember. Altered Beast was the launch title. I'm sorry, not Golden Axe. But um, well, yeah, I, I didn't was, really uh, get... I still happened. liked, at the time, I still liked Mario more, but I started coming around Sonic more when he got to his own comic and his cartoon and he became like a multi-tiered you know more of a character almost like mickey mouse or he's uh what do they call that multi not multi-platform or multimedia yes exactly multimedia character more than mario where mario even though he had his own cartoon it was uh horrible <laughs> you know it showed his character off horribly be, and fair. he mario is always going fair, to be a video game a video game icon to me where sonic 
to me is more of a multimedia icon. That goes yeah. that surpasses video games in a lot of ways. It helps well, okay. that Sonic so represented the era. Yeah. What I'm trying to get to is what do all of you like about the Sonic games, and how and how does that factor into um, what uh, into how you got into Sonic? Well, for that's, me, that's what I'm trying to get to. <laughs> for me, uh, as far as Sonic goes, it's it's both the platforming, it's the speed, it's the flow of the game, how well it moves, uh, and it's the, explore, the exploration. Those are the main four mm. that are important to me. That's why I can kind of see like Jim Sterling kind of preferred Episode One in an odd way, but I think he liked, I think he just liked the episode design of level of uh, Episode One more than. There, I will admit, episode two. going back, I will admit, as soon as I hit, um, as soon as I hit, uh, me, uh, what was it, episode metal or something, I did get those nostalgia pains of, you no, know, there were a lot of parts of this that I actually did like out of episode one. I never the, hated the level design of episode one. I just hated mainly the physics and yeah, kind of the, and the repeated, you know, boss bosses that were just old easy bosses and. Admittedly, I think I did like the fact that episode one was flat, that the stages were flat. Admittedly, yeah, that's yes, one I, thing I, really I liked probably about did like two. <laughs> That's one thing I noted in my uh, preview was that the, the just the geography in the episode two's levels are a lot are a lot more interesting. They're, they're 3D. I don't. Nec- I think in some ways that hurt it because now that they're moving out of a sprite-based system to yeah, a it's 3D, geometry-based system, very they didn't. 3D put as much complexity in into it, but that that's just my personal feelings, so it's just my views on that. But eh. so I, I think now that it we've been on for however freaking long we've been on it I knew it was gonna get you in there two should. hours. Yeah, we probably should start wrapping it up. I've got teaching tomorrow. <laughs> GS, you did you did say something that I just want to like quickly comment on. Um, yes. I like when you talked about Sonic Adventure Two Battle getting you like back into it. Mm-hmm. Like I think a lot of people had that experience, and that's why I kind of kind of shake my head a little bit when I see I hear critics like bashing everything that those games brought to the series because like people like those games are special to a whole part of the fan base. That's Sonic kind Adventure of games. it's kind of where the new generation came from. Yeah, Adventure exactly. And Sonic it X is and where that. the new generation, but also realize. I mean, like I said, I am sympathetic to the plight of the critic because they play so many games that as as many games as between the three of us actually between the four of us actually play that pales in comparison to the stack that any reviewer would have to go through. And I am I completely understand why someone who plays so many games of so many genres doesn't have the same nostalgia pangs, doesn't have the same sympathy for a game in its time than we would. I mean, to be honest, we're fans. That, yeah. That's why we do this. That's why we're here. We're fans. They, the If they were fans then they would have as much dedication they would be able they would have as much understanding of the perspective of those games however we just we have a completely different perspective that's much more focused on this particular series so i don't i don't hate anyone who's a bit more negative on the sonic or doesn't or just dislikes the gameplay of sonic or dislikes the older games for X, Y, or Z reason. I, I feel that you should be able to express 
why you do, though. And I yeah. feel that there's just not enough of that going on, that people don't really talk about Sonic. They talk about the past of Sonic. They talk about XY. I, I made a drinking game for Sonic reviews. <laughs> if, if any Sonic review starts with, oh, these Sonic games in the past were not good in the first yeah. paragraph or in the first sentence, you take two right. shots. I, I have made it a rule to not start any of my reviews like that anymore, especially after Sonic Colors. And I think that's I think that's a noble thing to do. I just feel that there's there we have a very different perspective being inside this fan base than other people do. That doesn't mean that there isn't some level of unprofessionalism involved in the current review structure. However, I also understand that the current review structure is so completely effed to begin with, is so primed to get it by a certain date, is not designed yeah. for, is, is barely designed for the consumer anymore. It's designed for the hits of people who want to justify their reactions to things. It, 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 the, the review structure is effed, and unfortunately, Sonic is one of the casualties of that. Sonic is I'd just. I say that the yeah. reviewers of all reviews have also kind of just become a part of the marketing structure of games. That too, but yeah, it, it's a depressing situation. But I, I, I am a bit optimistic that after we, games are still a young medium. We, the industry itself has a lot of growing to do before it really understands its own place. It has a lot of growing to do before the, the quote, casual gamers really get in on the ground floor and really become accepting. I mean, our generation is the first generation where video games were such a massive part of our lives. Our kids are going to be even more part of that, assuming we have them. In my case, that's a big assuming. <laughs> but but I, I mean, I, I take Aww. my Game Boy in. I get about three street passes today going into one of the schools. We are entering... I hate to get all heady like this, but we are entering... <laughs> we are going... Yeah, man. I am very curious to see what are what the next generation's going to be like now that they have such a glut of interactive media presented to them more complex yeah. than anything we ever faced in our childhood. And sorry, I'm just, I, I guess I'm teacher. Uh, yeah, when I, when I was a kid stuff, getting, but. even getting a game, a video game was a major event for me. It was either one where I had to save up all my money for, or, you know, and I now, got it only during birthdays or Christmas. And now kids get the iPod and they can get every game for free as long as it has ads or something. So it's pretty much it's a very different things are going to look very different. And I'm very curious what I'm going to become a crotchety old man about. <laughs> I, I every generation is going to be one. I wonder what this generation's Elvis legs are going to be. Well, I can already see with some people it's casual games and iOS games and that's DLC only, and episodic games. I mean, just 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 that's only within our say. structure, though. That's only the quote hardcore that really is irritated by that kind of stuff. I hate the term hardcore. I prefer like enthusiast. I prefer yeah. that too, but it's just a good shorthand to hardcore has been being so. kind of abused these days. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, where's the softcore gamers? <laughs> I want to introduce. That sounds the dirty. Yeah. To be that fair, really so is hardcore. 
What's yeah. the whole point of hardcore? Hardcore porn. Oh man. Uh, so, I, before we before we start wrapping things up, I do want to tell my Sonic 06 story, and I apologize if I've already told this. Did I tell about the Shadow Truck story? The Shadow Truck? No, Sounds I don't think I've heard. familiar, but a story know. about the beach and the ATV. No, is this in the game? It's in Sonic 06. This no. is my Sonic 06 story. I was playing on whatever beach level Shadow has. I found one of those little ATVs. I don't believe I was meant to get it over a certain ledge, but I was able but I was able to get it over a certain ledge. That ledge led to a loop. I was able to dr- drive that ATV up the loop. I made it to the very top. I thought I was going to make it to the very bottom. I fell halfway that I fell halfway once I got to the very top and died. Aww. It was amazing. It was <laughs> it was I, I had to sit down for about 2 minutes just to laugh that out that I was that I almost made it in this way that I absolutely should not have driving an <laughs> ATV around a loop. Oh wow. Now most of my experience with shadow involving really vehicles is I would just step off <laughs> I would just get out of the vehicle cuz I would just de- <coughs> Sorry, uh, die every time. I found out not using the vehicle was just the better option. Uh, so, I don't know. I think I'm all talked out for tonight. I think yeah, the good. kids need to be. So, uh, as far as the kids, you, you were mentioning like the kids being shadow fans, and then I think that has <laughs> a lot to do with like the the kids just like the dark, edgy characters nowadays. That, well, that's that's kids. That's, yeah. I think kids always like the dark, edgy Shadow is basically Vegeta to uh, Sonic's Goku, I think. Kids yeah, I, was to, I was about to mention, you know, everyone likes Vegeta. No one likes Goku. No one talks about Goku. <laughs> I like little Goku. <laughs> well, little Goku's a little a little weird. <laughs> well, yeah. Groping, like groping girls and stuff. And <laughs> like, pats him on the crotch to see if they're a girl or a boy because he's never had zero experience with girls. So he just goes a direct approach. It's <laughs> just Any... like in kindergarten. <laughs> I have never had an experience like that in kindergarten. I will be upfront about that. I will never. I have never had that experience. I'll be glad you're not a teacher in Japan. From what I've been reading before, they have this game where they clasp their hands together and to make their two fingers, a, you know, like a gun. And then if you're not if you're not uh, watching him, they'll they will jab their two fingers up your butt. <laughs> oh, that's that's As a, a joke. Trope all the time. So uh, don't worry, American kids have um, their own stupid games. So uh, and so so let's start talking about our final thoughts in the game. And Sega, what do you think of Sonic Four Episode Two? Just give us a rundown. Hello. And Sega. Oh my God. Are you actually gone? <laughs> he's he's, sho- he's showing us there. He's just not talking. Shigs, Thanks, what's Sig. your final thoughts? My final <laughs> thoughts is it's a much better quality game than the first one, but at the same time, the some levels, some of the way the levels are designed are almost as unmemorable as the music is. It's it's a, it's obviously a middle child syndrome here. It's 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 all right, but it could be. It's I mean it's very good, but it could be better. It's it's an improvement in some ways, and and you can see where they could have d- uh, done better. Basically, we have so uh, we have, have uh, better. Uh, it's improvement in most ways, anyway. 
we we have the benefit of unfortunately we have the blessing and curse of perspective with generations. Yeah, yeah generations really. Generations is is also what's killing this game. I think as far as reviews go, uh, generations killed as far you know Sonic Four Episode One. It's it was a hundred times better, yeah. and Generations is still better than Episode Two can hope to be as far as two D. Sonic. Uh, you know, I go so far as to say yeah. that Sonic, that guess the, the console Sonic games in general have been harming the uh, DLC games. Like Sonic Colors completely overshadowed Sonic Four Episode One. You know, it's just a much better game, got much better reviews, and everyone, everyone has liked it more. Well, Yo, I can I, you hear me real fast. Can you hear me? Yeah, Sterling. I can hear you now. Sweet. Okay, continue. <laughs> Go. No, no, oh, no. Wait. How about you get? Why don't you give us uh, your final thoughts? We're starting to wrap things up. Yeah, my mic just cut. Um, Sonic 4 Episode 2 to me was uh, a huge improvement over the first one. I thought it was what Sonic 4 should have been to begin with because I thought it advanced the series. It did new things. It tried new stuff. It had big bosses. It had uh, great graphics. And I really enjoyed the game. I had some issues with the special stages um, and a couple other little things that I'll talk about when I do my weekly roundtable thing I'm doing. But um, I I overall had a lot of fun with it, and I, I hope they do another one. That's my thoughts on it. Yeah, for me, it almost feels like it can't, this one can fit in with the Genesis games, like maybe in between yeah. two and three. It does. In terms it of definitely does such. more. It feel, was, if, if there's times where I felt like I was playing a Genesis Sonic game, that's yeah, a, probably the biggest compliment I can give it. I'd say the graphics help that. that I yeah. can understand why you like the graphics, because that those were definitely Genesis styles brought yeah, to life. It, 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 it was to... like a, it was like Genesis and Super HD as far as the graphics go. Um, yeah. They were uh, they were they're clear, they're sharp, they're, it's easy to follow everything. That's what I like about it. And cool new enemies too. I thought. Yeah, that's what I really love about the bad necks. They're bad bad They're nicks, ador- yeah. adorable little bastards. <laughs> Especially the polar bear guy. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, Knuckles? Knuckles. Okay, okay, I finally get going go on my spiel. Um, I personally, uh, I don't know, I wasn't actually excited at all for this game when it was coming. I was like, oh, yeah, hey, Sonic hey, 4 coming next week. Uh, yeah, I felt the same thing. I was like, yeah, big whoop. Like I said, I, they I had, did nothing to help it. I had played it... Um, at PAX, and it's like, you know, it's, it's a good game. It has improvements, but it doesn't blow me away. It, it didn't blow me away, PAX. In, in that sense, this game does, as I'm finishing, it doesn't quite blow me away. I can, kind of, I can kind of understand why Sterling said that the game is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just whelming. It's, it's, it's just whelming. You know, it's just kind of there. Um... But um, as a Sonic fan, though, it does do a lot of neat things that I can appreciate. That I think that I think make the game a lot of fun. I think make it a, a really good quality platformer, like the uh, the throwback to Flying Fortress. That was cool. Um, Sylvania, Sylvania Castle, the Sylvania Castle boss, which at the end, um, you remember those two pillars that came up. Uh, yeah, totally I saw those. I that. Insta- yeah, I instantly thought we were going to be jumping on arrows, and it was going to repeat that. Yes. And the, the machine just smashes out and just smash them. 
And that just, to me, that just was a brilliant way of Sonic Team just kind of setting the tone for the rest of the game. Parody F you, us. For episode one. And also, um, really just kind of throwing an eagle reference to the fans who were complaining about the reused bosses because I thought, yeah, I was going to, I thought, yes, I was going to be jumping on, on arrows and stuff. I thought this was going to be a rehash of the of a Sonic 2 boss, but instead it was just, just giant flower thing, <laughs> which right. was, you know, that was funny to me. That was cool. That was a nice little, just a nice little reference to so many different things done in two seconds of animation. And then, of course, there's the Sonic and Tails dynamic, which I think GXE Kidna did not give me a fair swing at because I actually like the, the Sonic and Tails cooperative. I still in don't care preview, about your opinion. Yes, you do. In my preview, which um, I, I'm sure everyone has read, uh, that's really what, that was really one of the, um, the highlights of the demo for me was being able to use utilize tails to get around and to do things because it really did change up the game. It added new things. It um, it, it kind of let me control tails for the first time since like a Sonic Adventure. Well, okay, I guess it's more Sonic Advanced two or three. I'm not sure which one you count, but one of those games. Did you try the co-op? Uh, I haven't tried. I haven't controlled tail. I I haven't controlled tails directly. I mean. Like you can fly as tails. You you can do all you can do all the movements tails can do. That's kind of what I'm talking about. Shigs didn't like the co-op. I I actually kind of did. I thought it was pretty interesting how they implemented certain things. I mean, it was it's good stupid fun. If it you is, want stupid is, fun uh, out of the game, it I provides it. I think it is it. fun. It's just it's not a it's definitely not a way you want to play the main game. <laughs> and to, to I would me, say oh. don't play it on don't play with online random people because it is a fantastic tool. It gives you many tools to troll. Yes, play with <laughs> friends just to goof around. That's that's what that mode's basically for. But I haven't right. actually haven't also done the, also you can get red rings that way and you get to keep them. I actually haven't done cooperative yet because of um, my internet not being very good. But um, but yeah, and the, the the cooperative especially really kind of reminds me of Donkey Kong Country Returns. Really, really, this whole game feels like a bike-sized Sonic version of Donkey Kong Country Returns. Ooh, I got a story about that. <laughs> hey, shush. You've already told that story in other venues. You can tell that story when we do our E3 show yeah, later. Yeah, but it fits oh, yes. in here, that basically I, I played both. Donkey Kong Country Returns with Takashi hey, Zuka just two years ago. this game might have been an inspiration. The story has been told. Okay. Talking over you. Save for the E3 show. There. I think I won. Did I win? I already sure. said it, so you lost. You can think oh, you yeah. won. I can hear you because I was talking over you. <laughs> well, go <Okay>. ahead. <laughs> but um, in, in, in any case, yes, we are both Jason and I have gotten our E3 confirmations, so we are going. Now, where was I? Um, crap. You're talking about Donkey Kong and Izuka. Oh, yeah. No, I was not talking about Donkey Kong and Izuka. <laughs> But yes, this does kind of remind me of Donkey Kong Country Returns because Donkey Kong Country Returns, that was that was also a game that didn't really nail the uh, the uh, old Donkey Kong games. It had new enemies, it had a new feeling to it, it had lots of new controls, but it was reminiscent enough that gave you this nostalgia trip. So it's just kind of a combination of old and new to to produce which what what was in my opinion a very good side-scrolling platformer, much better than. Any, Mar- any 2D Mario game. 
especially in the last few years. And um, for me, Sonic 4 Episode 2 is kind of the same thing, where it, it takes enough from the Genesis games and combines it with new things and new feeling and all this newer stuff to produce a game that's reminiscent, that's nostalgic, but also very fun, new, and modern. Now, that isn't to say that, it, that, 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 excuses, it for, that, that excuses it for its physics. Um, the, I, the physics, I really think, should have been done better, but they're at least improved enough where it's, you know, it's, it's okay, and uh, it's improved enough is basically my point, that it, it, it allows for a much better game. Yeah, even generations didn't have perfect. Um, oh God, no. Yeah, physics. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why they have such difficulty difficulties nailing those physics down. I mean, that episode would make sense because they they said that they break the game, but why not with generations? Why couldn't they get it right with that game? It could be the difference between being in a sprite-based environment and a uh, 3D graphics environment where the physics are actually based on you know, real life. They already have an engine. They're just trying to, they're trying to cobble something onto a pre-existing engine. I actually saw a video on Sonic Retro, which was basically uh, a, a, um, a 3D Sonic game with a 3D side-scrolling Sonic game with the classic physics. So I'm not sure that's, I'm not sure that's really the reason. <laughs> All right, I think that's going to about wrap it. it up for and us. And wait, 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 wait. What? I get to close, too. Okay. I will keep this con- very out-of-characteristically concise. Shouldn't you- Sega say something? I already did, like, ten minutes ago. Yeah, you <laughs> can say something again. You did not get to talk very much. I'll say goodbye at the end. Learn to interrupt, like I'm yeah, doing right now. He spoke his piece at the end. He spoke his piece on the game. I will keep this concise. If you are already apathetic about Sonic, uh, if you are already apathetic about the game, I would say don't bother. If you are interested in it, I would say stick with it to the end. Uh, There are good times to be had with it, especially if you already appreciated or enjoyed the first one. It has one of the most fascinating final bosses I've seen in not just a Sonic game, but a platforming game, a oh, yeah. platforming game in a long while. I'm it, playing it right now. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good final boss. Uh, it is a f- amazing final boss that it is a platforming final boss, and right. it uses platforming. It doesn't use combat, which is it's lovely. It, it is amazing, and it is appropriately difficult. Eggman, oh, all the boss battles have been difficult. So. That's that's my piece. Mm. Are you gonna say we're up, over, and gone? <laughs> I hope too soon. I hope too very soon. Alrighty. Well, that's been uh, Sonic Talk. We've been going on for just over two hours. I'd like to thank everyone for listening in. Uh, if you want to leave a comment, you can leave a comment right here on Sigabits or on our uh, Twitter, uh, Sigabits Twitter. You can also leave it uh, on our Sonic Talk Twitter, but nobody ever does. Uh, nobody's really following me on that, so <laughs> forget <laughs> also, about that one. I guess it's worth a try. <laughs> which, we, we, which we will be providing through uh, Sonic Stadium and Sega Bix come E3 next year, which we'll, we've, next month, which we will be attending because we are going to E3. Yep, keep checking Unlike, back on uh, Sonic Stadium and over here for da- for our daily coverage. I 
I'll be doing the uh, Sonic Stadium review of Sonic 4 Episode 2 fairly soon. Shigs, Shigs, do you want a pity follower? (laughs) Yes. Will you accept a pity follower? Sure. Yes, you will. Okay. By the end of the show. Uh, That wraps it up. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.